podcasting and promoting Jimothy. and stuff. Jimothy, Buck, Sahara, Jimothy, Jimbo, um, the Jimbo man. Slice, Jimbo Slice, Ugly. That's not a nickname. That's like right, just that's, being honest with you. Yeah, that's what that it goes with the company I keep. <laughs> um, and the great one. What's going on? Legendary. You can fix everything. Legendary. You know me, oh. Mr. Mr. Fix right. Stuff over I here. I use that all the time. Yeah. When I'm in fancast, I'm always referring to, to you as the legendary. I catch it every week. Do you show. love that when yeah. I say legendary matchmaker? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Timbo, Timbo Moore, the other Timbo. We got two Timbos in the chat already. What's up, Timbo? Both of you. He said everyone does look nice and done up except my boy Hunter. I did. So I left early. I had an appointment at Strip District Meats for some meat bucks, a meat bucks delivery. And I forgot to bring clothes to change into because I came straight here after that and I'm an idiot. So Hunter's an idiot. I know it doesn't surprise anybody at all, but we that's love what him though. Stop being so down on yourself. You're a good, nice man. And speaking of strip district, we got to see a really nice picture of elk hanging. Yes. At strip district. Not only a great sponsor of 247, <laughs> but also the best place around to get it truly is you guys i would highly advise what is happening over here i'm trying to get his mic to it's like upside the closer down. you are to the mic yeah it's weird how what did you do it's like spun there we go there we go i just came in wait no what is oh this thing has there we go there we go it's tight that look at these no, it's not we it's are tight. We are amazing technicians and over now here. We're good to go. Thank you so much. I don't know about that, but hang on. If you're not already on Instagram, since Luke said it, I highly advise you go to our Instagram at 247 Fighting Championships, all spelled out at, well, 247 are the numbers, at 247 Fighting Championships, mm -hmm. and go to our story and look at these yep. elk that are hanging in strip district meets because. It was a sight to see. They're you can see that later. Here's the thing: skinned elk. They gotta get on to the two four oh, seven. They got live time. They got minutes. We're gonna two minutes. We they are got literally time. pulling the plug for the live show to start at seven o'clock only on two four seven live. If you are on your computer, you can stream two four seven live dot com. Anywhere else, a smart device, a yeah. smart television, yeah. download the 247 Live yeah. app right now because you're going to miss the live show. You don't want to miss the live show, ladies and gentlemen. Did you send a push notification? I did. Sweet. I sure did. I sure done did. I sure done did hey, that. Where's my cell phone? What else we got here? I don't have my cell phone. Guys, we got... Did, did we talk about the categories? We should run through the categories at least. So here's what we're gonna here's what we're gonna hand out, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. Grappling submission of the year. So that is the best submission that occurred at one of our Sprawl in the Bird grappling events. Amateur newcomer of the year. That's an amateur MMA fighter who made his or her debut this year. New gym of the year. That's a gym that has previously not competed for us, but did this year. The rest are a little more self-explanatory. Coach or trainer of the year. Comeback of the year, AMI MVP and Pro MVP, Gym of the Year, which we already discussed, Submission of the Year, that's MMA Submission of the Year, Knockout of the Year, Grappling Super Fight of the Year, Fight of the Year, Amateur Fighter of the Year, and Pro Fighter of the Year. Bangers. And these nominees <laughs> were on point this year. We had these votes were very split up this year, which made it super fun. So there are some surprises here. 
And uh, we've got a couple special little treats for you guys on the live stream as well. We got our first look at the Brawl in the Berg 20 promo trailer coming on the live stream as well on 247 Live. And it's here. It's time. It's time. It's seven. You're getting snipped off. If you're on Instagram and Facebook, go to 247 Live right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are live <laughs> like right as I said it. for the 2023 247 Awards at the podcast studio. Woo! It's here finally. At the Hollywood Casino at the Meta. That's I can just like hear the promo video when we do that. But yes, the awards are here, ladies and gentlemen. We got the suits. We've got Jimothy Mooney, 247 matchmaker, 247 commentator, and what is your what are we calling this new role? Because we you killed it. that. What is that called? Sideline reporter. Field reporter. Field no. re <laughs> That's nice. That works. Yeah. There's no sidelines. Oh, I know. <laughs> That would be fun, though. We, we've you forgot to introduce Jim Mooney as legendary matchmaker, which legendary. is the only way I refer to it. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, there's no to each their own. Okay. No okay. lie, no lie detector. So to Hunter, he's just the matchmaker. <laughs> to me, he's the legendary matchmaker. Ross Thornton's hyped, by the way. Timbo Slice is hyped. We got people in the chat already. We got people ready for awards. Loop it's pace. here, folks. The big award show, 2023, was a great year for two four seven fighting championships. Um, a lot of great things happened. Uh, Hunter led this charge as the general manager. So proud of the work that everyone has done. We overcame a bunch of things. <laughs> we have grown. We've, we've secured um, some significant new deals and new stuff. Guys, it, it was an incredible year, 2023. And what we're here to do tonight is to really celebrate and recognize and acknowledge the outstanding achievements and moments from the in the cage action in 247 um, in the year of 2023. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better, Ryan Middleton. We have Danny Palm. You remember how to get to those video clips? Let's play the one where Ryan was talking about what 2023 would be last year. So this is from last year's award show. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. We turn the page. 2023 is approaching. We're promoters here, guys. We're going to have a huge show in April, April 15th at the Meadows Casino, mm -hmm. Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Folks, it's going to be amazing. Following that up with in July, um, in Monroeville at July 15th. And then we're going to follow that up in October, October 21st at the Meadows. Again, we're go we're looking to add some spots as well in, in there with some different things. We're all, if you, if you look at what happened in 2022, the things that we did two four seven live, the podcast studio, if you think we're stopping now, we're just getting started guys. This is going to be a huge year. Subscribe to 247 Live, buy your tickets. We're we're rocking and rolling. We Let's really keep are. this thing going. Yeah. How and many of those things did we achieve? We achieved them all, man. All of them. Let's go. We sat a year ago and said April uh what was the date? April 16th, 15th, I think. Yeah. The, the April show at the Meadows was gonna be fire. And guess what? It was fire. <laughs> And Tremendous. it reminds me of that time that I reminded 
you all that February 24th. Oh, that's now. That's February <laughs> 24th is going to be absolutely breathtakingly amazing. 13 fights signed. Uh, a, a, a lineup that's incredible, and it's going to be a great show. Yeah. It, February 24th, honestly, last year, obviously, we waited until April 15th for our first show of the year. So getting started a little earlier this year, and the card is such a banger. This card is unbelievable. Jim, fantastic job with the matchmaking on this one. The way it came together and came together, early, like, let's be honest, we didn't announce fights right away but we've known these fights for a long time like as a team we've been excited about this card for a long time and what we've announced is still half of it like you guys there's more to come trust me and they're good it's a it's a banger great card tickets are on sale now at 247fighting.com get uh, just so you're aware we 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 don't normally like get close to selling out at this point especially now that the tickets are all online. But if you look around the cage, there's no close tickets left. Yeah. The first couple rows are gone. Um, they will continue to sell, but it'll only increase as you go. So if you want decent seats, get to get them now. If you want seats at all, you, you don't want to wait until the last minute because I anticipate this being a sellout show. Yeah. And if you're watching here, here's my pro GM tip for you. If you're watching and you wanted those front row seats, but you can't get them now, there's a section called walkout seats at this event, and we've never had these before. If you want the next best thing to front row, the walkout seats are what you want. They're, they're, it, the fighters are going to walk right past you. It's going to be a really cool spot. Just trust me on it. If you want the next best seats, walkout is where it's at. The The other unique thing about this venue that we're at is um, we've we've had venues where where the floor is open the way it is now. But we're, we're kind of taking the cage and we're, and we're favoring one side, uh, closer to one side instead of centering in the middle of the floor because there are a bunch of, of bleacher seats and they're not really bleachers. They're individual like chairs and they're like up higher. And I'm telling you, those are going. And, and since we're, we're closer to that side, we brought the cage closer to you. Those seats are going to be, probably better than the floor seats. And I bet you a lot of people on the floor are going to be like, Oh, I wish I'd have gotten those seats. And the people in those seats are going to be like, these are so, these are the best seats in the house. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of exciting stuff, man. With that, with that event in general, there's a, there's a lot of excitement. Jared Billy asked if we're going to announce another fight tonight. Funny. You asked. Funny. You asked that. Jared. We just might do that. I would recommend <laughs> sticking around. I know you're going to watch the whole show, Jared, but like, Everybody else, stick around. We're going to announce a fight. And here's what's fun about this fight announcement. It's going to come off the heels of awards, and it's going to tie in. It's going to be a seg. It's, going to, it's, like, it's like we plan things. It's like we, it's like we meant to do it a certain way. Unbelievable. Let's, should we start? I mean, should I, we like, I think we launched this bad boy. Let's go. Let's go. First award of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, your nominees for this were... Do we want to show them the uh, the trophies? Yeah, go grab a trophy. You want to grab a trophy? Yeah, let's grab. Let's grab uh, a, a grappling. A grappling yeah. one. Yeah, because oh, the gra those grappling ones are sick. They're so cool. They They're new. Awesome. I didn't even know either. Oh, my, so that was my little surprise for you. A little little carrot. Yeah, that that was neat. So last year we had the the fighter trophies because sure I... we didn't have grappling events yeah. last year, which I would like to tie into that clip that we showed earlier. 
where Ryan was saying we have some things planned, yada, yada. It was sprawling the Berg, obviously. He was referring to like getting into grappling super fights. So here we go. Here's the here's the grappling award. Look at that bad boy. Look at that bad boy. Would you just Would you look, look at, at that? <laughs> Would you look at it? Just look at it. So there are two Beautiful. there are two grappling awards going out tonight. Grappling submission of the year and grappling super fight of the year. We're going to start with grappling submission of the year. And the nominees for that one were Christian Schaefer, Jaden Palambine, Alex Hudick, and Max Hansen. They were some bangers, and we have the winner right now. Let's go. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Alex Hudick with the back triangle armbar, which, full disclosure, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite statement of mine. We had to text Alex and be like, "So, what exactly was that again? Like, what, what would you call that?" <laughs> and he was like, "Just your normal everyday back triangle armbar." Yeah, very common submission from Sprawling the Bird against Zach Humbertson. And the reason, so I I wanted to make that video a little longer because. I reminded myself when I rewatched it, Alex was so aggressive that entire match. From the very beginning, he went for an anaconda choke. Then he had Zach's back. Then he went for a Darce. Then he got that back triangle arm. Like It was a nonstop assault of submission attempts and ended with that one, which I think it was a... Let's check the... Yeah, that was a clean sweep with the staff voting. We all voted for Alex Hudick on that one. Um, no. No? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jimothy did not. Jimothy voted for Max Hansen. Sorry, I can't read. It's a big problem of mine. The fan vote went to... Are we going to announce who won the fan vote? We should. I right? mean, we, we can talk about, like, the, you know, how the vote went. You know, it was a 3-2-1-1. Like, yeah. everyone got a vote. There's seven votes, and mm. all, all of the com uh, nominees received at least a vote, so... That is cool. Yeah. No, that that's actually really cool. That doesn't happen too often. So Alex got three votes. Christian Schaefer won the majority of the fan votes, so he got two. Jaden Palambine came in second in the fan voting, so he got one. And then Max Hansen got Jim's vote. So that's how that broke down. Very, I mean, strong. Like I said, there these categories are super strong this year. It was very fun, like 3-2-1-1. That's about as even as you can hope for here, which is fun. So, a banger way to start things out. Alex Hudick, congrats, man. Grappling submission of the year, 247 FC. Great job, Alex. Way to uh, have our first ever grappling award at our first ever grappling show. Was it? It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. And now Alex is the proud owner of that beautiful... 
trophy that we just showed a little well, bit ago. Actually, he's not. Because this is the one for match of the year. Okay. But but it's the same. But is it going to look the same? But it's not. Looks I, the same. I, it's but not it's not exact this okay. exact one. Same, just different. But he will be the proud owner of a beautiful trophy. It's the same, just different. I agree. I agree. Golf clap for Hunter. Yeah, I'll take a golf clap all day, Timbo. Let's go. Let's go. So yeah, Alex Hudick starting things off strong. I will highly advise anybody wanting to rewatch that match. It's on 247 Live. How would you get that? How are you watching this right now? <laughs> Same place, ladies and gentlemen. They're Same watching place. it free. Yes, this is free. Subscribe, and you can and watch everything that's ever happened at 247. So when we announce knockout of the year, submission of the year, fight of the year, watch all that. Watch everything we're about to announce on 247 Live. So that's a good reason to subscribe. Yeah, for sure. And there's a search box that you can... Uh, you can search many different things. Mm -hmm. You can search from a certain fighter. You mm -hmm. can search for a certain gym. You can search for Isaac Greeley. You can search for the, the you know, Jim Mooney, and it'll show you every bout that he matched. It's the whole, it's the whole, card. all of them, all of them. everything <laughs> comes up. I thought that brought up Jim Mooney versus Jesse Acton parking lot brawl one. <laughs> when you typed in Jim Mooney, it's out there. Full somewhere. fight video. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. But for those of our fans who are connected to a certain gym, they could have hours of viewing pleasure by typing in their favorite gym, particularly some of the local gyms that have been on so many cards. You'd have a, a lovely time, marvelous time. Absolutely. That's a fantastic point. Guys, we had. Um, a world a crazy amount of votes this time like uh, that's worth mentioning yeah you guys really rallied your troops and there were some people on there i'm just i'm not gonna name any names but there were some people <laughs> on there that voted over and over and over and over and over again as you should, if you're supporting your crew and we're not going to limit the number of votes, yeah, vote 100 times. And you should. Some, some, some people, people did. did. <laughs> and I appreciate and respect that dedication for, for your crew. I love that. I love seeing that. So that was a new category, by the way. There's a column here on our sheet. This is like our reference sheets. There's a column that, for our reference of who won the award last year, this is a brand new award. So as we said, we launched Sprawl on the Berg Super Fights this year. We had two full sprawl events and then a kind of hybrid event at Bitby 19 with a couple grappling super fights on the prelims. So, yeah, we got into grappling this year. To uh, It was successful, for sure. It's something that we want to continue to build upon and refine. I think you saw the difference between Sprawl 1 and Sprawl 2, and we're going to take pieces of each and try to make Sprawl perfect moving forward. So we're going to keep refining that formula, and there's for sure. The next Sprawl card is is due to be in april correct um we're gonna really uh uh have a whole uh, a, a whole sprawl card not like a teaser like we did at brawlenberg uh, 19 correct nice um <laughs> where we had like some grappling bouts before the mma bouts we're gonna have an entire card devoted to to sprawl so that being said as we're ramping things up, guys, you want on that sprawl card, mm -hmm. fill out that application. Don't rely on the last time you filled out that application. 
go to our future fighter form. Do we have separate sprawl form now, or are they still the one form? It's it's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. So we, we could probably separate that. Come out with a new one. Yeah, we uh, <clears throat> even don't wait for that. Go on there now. Fill out your application. It's on our website, 247fighting.com. Go to the more info or something like that and, and scroll down to future fighter form. And that way you can get on that April sprawl card, which will be sprawl in the Berg three. And it's going to be, we, we like to do it big and we plan on doing this big. And just to kind of put some icing on the cake, it'll be at the meadows. It's a Hollywood casino at the meadows. With, wow. I don't know if this is confirmed yet, but we've briefly discussed it. We'll, we'll say it on the live podcast. Why not? Big cage at the Meadows this time? Did we talk about that? I think we did. I don't think we did. Where I think did it, I get? Was, I think it was discussed, but never. Yeah. Decided. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think we ever confirmed, but we, yeah, we tossed I, it around. I think it's still, I I, I don't want to do it. Then. Because then I, <laughs> who's the one that does the seating charts? Yeah, Me. dude. Yeah. I don't want to do a seating chart. Trying to, to make there. work it's for you. So hard. <laughs> small yeah. cage. Everybody small loves cage. the big yes, cage. Yes, Everybody spoken. loves small the big cage. cage. I'm just saying. So we went from a brand new category to our first returning category of the year. Last year's winners of this winners plural. We had a tie that ended up just sharing co-honors. We had Mr. Tony Welsh and Mr. Lucas Siebert take home this award last year this is ladies and gentlemen amateur newcomer of the year your nominees for this were cowboy eddie edgar paria noah gaudiello and who else got nominated for this because it's not on the sheet it is on the yeah, sheet is. i don't know yeah, yeah, Mike, noah, max Mike oh max, max yeah max sorry mike oh i'm sorry this uh four point font got got a little out of the way max jarrell and mike Rattani were the other two that's giving that font a lot of credit for four points yeah i know that might be two points yeah i think it's beautiful right you did a great job Man. i can read them these, if you need me. somebody wants yeah. to keep Clowns. somebody wants to keep his job yeah, and the rest of saying. us <laughs> the rest <laughs> leave. like can we get out of here please <laughs> all right danny palm roll that beautiful bean footage <laughs> Clean, concise, to the point. I threw a little cowboy music in there for old cowboy Eddie. You know, it sounded was that. It wasn't that country. It was kind of cowboy. Yeah. It worked. Congratulations, <laughs> cowboy, cowboy Eddie, for the yeah. amateur newcomer of the year. A clean, a clean sweep, by the way, with the fans and the voters. That was. Here's the thing with with cowboy Eddie winning that award. He made his debut. At Bibby 16, also fought at Bibby 17 and 19. Won all three. To go three and zero in a year is really rare. To fight three times in a in a year is really rare at all. But to win all three, to make your debut, win three, set yourself up for a title fight, February 24th, kind of hard to beat. But I will shout out Noah Gaudiello did come in second place in the fan voting and had a really strong two and zero year and set himself up as well for a fight. Never mind. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. 
Jared Billy. Maybe he did. That's not the one that we're announcing. Anyway. <laughs> Just say a future fight. Just leave it back. You know, he has a, a future, future fight. fight. I don't know. He might be fighting sometime again in the yeah. future. We're matching I don't know. for April. So. Yeah, yeah April. Yeah. April. No, God, yeah. The legendary Jim's always matching. That's right. Cowboy, by the way, played a huge part in the Academy. So I think it, it's worth mentioning, like, we'll get to it with Jim uh, of the Year as well, but the Academy had a bit of a down year last year, statistically. They bounced back in a really, really big way this year. And a large part of that, not all of it, of course, they have a they have a very strong team overall. But Cowboy Eddie played a big part in their uh, kind of revival, if you will, in 2023. So Cowboy had, Eddie had a lot going on, and rightfully so, took home the award. Amy Newcomer of the Year, Edgar Paria. Can we the second? See, can we see the awards that are not the Sprawl Awards? Yes. What are they looking oh. like? They look. They look like. The the one over there that Danny's gonna grab scampering, now. Scampering, he's scampering Danny, to get. Oh. Yes, scampering. Dude, Danny is so on top of this. It. It's unbelievable. If this were the ball, thank Danny you. Danny would be on the ball. That is true. Yeah. Um. There we go. We got to make sure. Do I pull this out of the box to show it? Uh, you can probably see it through the box. We'll pull it out, but don't show the plaque unless yeah, it's the plaque is what is going to be difficult. Um, so this. yeah, fold it up into like a little piece. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta block the plaque while they figure they that out. You to see who won this award. That That's this fair. Happens to be. That's very fair. Ladies and gentlemen, new gym of the year will be coming up next. So if you're interested in new gym of the year, the nominees are Ryan's ready. Never mind. Ryan's ready. Check it out. Yeah. You were uh, looking at the 247 second really annual. Stop. Yeah, not really. We also posted that on go. our Instagram as well. So if you want to see the, the trophies, they're also on our Instagram at 247 Fighting Championships. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, new gym of the year. This is a fun award. This was also a shared uh, kind of co award last year between AMVRAs, which at the time was called AMVRAs Boxing, but now they just go by AMVRAs. Oh really? They they dropped they, the boxing. They dropped. They it. didn't drop boxing. They just don't want to be known only as a boxing gym, which is solid. Makes sense it because makes sense. super active in MMA. Exactly, as well. exactly. So Amviaris and Henzo Gracie Morgantown took it home last year. So obviously they're ineligible for new. You can't be rookie of the year twice. So <laughs> new gym of the year. The nominees are more MMA, Sonic Jiu Jitsu, PA Combat Sports and Drenning MMA, some new faces and some fantastic performances between them. Danny Palm, who won new gym of the year? Boom. Congratulations, PA Combat Sports, with a... Uh, I got to tell you guys, looking at the voting mm -hmm. online, it was like no other gyms existed. They did yeah. ridiculous numbers. Yeah, they were the only one, I believe, right? To clean sweep the fan vote. The, so yes, the, they the, were the only one to, to get yeah. that 75% vote 
Yep. Um, and get all three votes for the fan vote. Yeah. So like for for uh, grappling submission of the year, when I said Christian Schaefer got two, Jaden got one. So first place gets two votes, second place gets one, unless first place gets seventy five percent or more, like Ryan just said. And PA Combat Sports got sure. like. 82 or something they're the it was first crazy one in the two two years we've been doing this the first one to get a to get all three fan votes oh yeah so that that's, that's the how, first that's how time that's is. ever yeah. happened yeah an incredible they they have some buzz i like what their team brings i like the energy as you could see mike Ratani in that video super energetic guy super fun guy he was rallying the troops they're doing a great job at pa combat sports and we definitely hope to see more from them Excuse me. These uh, whatever's in these solo cups got me burping, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Water, water makes you burp. It's, it's soda water. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Ryan That's... loves soda water, and it's just pure carbonation and burps. But this was it's good stuff. I want to <laughs> kick it to old old Jimothy here for a second before we get off new Jim, because as a matchmaker, this is kind of Jim's territory through and through. He he talks to the coaches and the teams and scouts for new fighters, so. When you get new gyms in here, like more MMA had three guys at BP18. Sonic Jiu-Jitsu was Wait, on two of our cards. Did they have four? Yeah. That's even that's crazy. To have four on a card is like that's nuts stuff. So they had four. Drenning, obviously new to the party as well. Throughout the year, they were on BP16 and uh 18, 19, 19? Which one? Man, they all run together at a certain point. I'm getting Definitely like Ryan's things. Yeah, I, I think I think 18. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. No, it would have been 19. Yeah, it was 19. 19. Chris Pierce and James Stevenson, yes. And what's nice about this show is we're looking back over anything that happened in 2023. So you could always say GM, legendary GM. <laughs> you could always just say they were also on the card during the year. During this year. <laughs> during this, during the 2023 season. And they were. There so, so, Jim, what, what's like the, when you reach out to a new gym, what's your process? How, how do you like vet our – do they deserve a spot on the card or like what kind of quality fighter we're getting? It's gotta be hard to match make somebody that you know nothing about, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think it's any like I don't do anything different. Um the the venue is going to drastically change this. Wait, um, wait, wait. What's what do you mean? What's the what's this the venue you're speaking of? It's um this little place that is gonna become big pretty soon magical place we're going to tell you place. more about this magical place i know that um some of you may not have heard this news so this is going to be something we're going to be talking about throughout the night but continue jim yeah like already i'm thinking of um the award show for next year and i i i can think of three gyms that we definitely want to get into the mix one we've worked with before it's been quite a while so i think bringing them back into the mix would be like we would have to reintroduce them as a new gym totally agree going forward. if we're thinking of the same gym i totally yeah. agree yeah um but I, I don't really do anything different because it's it's a matter of um opportunity you know we, we just don't have 100 spots that we can pass out to all the, the gyms and their and their fighters oh but we will there you go yeah <laughs> And that's, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Things are a changing here at 247. And not just MMA. It's going to be combat sports across the board. Amen to yeah. that. Here's one thing I, I want to shout out with the new gyms, and this is full credit to their fighters and coaches and the leadership there. All four of the ones we just listed, 
How many problems did we have with them? Zero. Exactly. There it is. Paperwork on point, showed up on time, made weight, everything good to go. That's how you show up, make a good impression. Congrats to all four of you. Yeah. How, how many I, years are we going to have in a row new gym of the year? And like it's it's just it's it's growing continuously. Yeah. How 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 yeah how many times can we have four nominees yeah. for new gym of the year? In, I keep in, rolling in this area. You know we could achieve. I, I have two that could be new gym of the year. I already have in my head for two thousand twenty. For sure, same. And we could have cheated this year and included some Ohio gyms technically if we had to. Well, and and that's not a that's mm. not a category we have to have every year, right? Um, yeah, but that's that's a legit statement yeah for sure <clears throat> for sure but yeah i think the these categories are flexible in general right like you saw the addition obviously of two grappling ones but we already thought we so we were talking off camera and i kind of want to bring it to the camera because it's a fun discussion we were like why isn't there an event of the event year of the year yeah. and we were like what would you guys pick and we were just talking among ourselves because it was such a good year it was such a good year and it depends how you qualify that statement yeah well here's the funny thing is 513 fight night if you look at at the nominees mm -hmm. 513 fight night had two of the four submission of the year nominees just for and, us and mm -hmm. two of the four knockout of the uh, the year nominees like that's crazy and that was like our least successful event it was even less successful from a financial standpoint than the covid show that got canceled the day off that's a that it was a wild bad. statement wild statement <laughs> that being said that's a wild statement <laughs> it's true but i think that's a great example of why the 247 live subscription when we talk about the subscription and you get the full catalog because I think that's going to open up the fact that not only can you jump in and watch every event ever, you can watch an event that in person wasn't that successful with bodies in the seats in person, but was an incredibly successful show as far as quality of fights. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what's nice about having the banked, uh, having that whole um, catalog of every fight that 247 has ever done. So yeah. the, the 247 brand consists of 247 roofing solutions right 247 fighting championships 247 live the 247 podcast studio mm -hmm. and and now there's 247 the venue so hunter can you kind of talk about for those people that don't know anything about it this is the first time they're hearing it or even people that you know don't really understand or get it um Explain to them exactly what this is, what we're looking to do, and the big plans we have for 2024 and beyond. Sure. The venue is a new event center in North for Sales that we have recently committed to long-term. We have a 10-year lease at this place, so we have our own, for UFC fans out there, the easiest way for me to put it, we have our own Apex Center now. This is going to be a place where we can have regular events multiple times a year. It's going to allow us the opportunity to get into other combat sports besides MMA and grappling. Might look at Muay Thai. Might look at boxing. Might also bring in outside promoters to have boxing or Muay Thai or these events that they specialize in. Comedy, music. Think of it like in events. It's going to hold 800 to 1,000 people per show. It's going to be night. Dude, we were just there. There will be pro wrestling at this <laughs> venue. <laughs> Does that mean there we, we might, we there, might see a sleeper hole? There will, <laughs> uh, there will be 
um, amateur wrestling at this venue. Yes, there will be youth competition. Super excited about that wrestling. This, it, oh, so wrestling here! Much awesomeness for us to to not do anything for wrestling in this area just wouldn't make sense. Right, like, that's the foundation mm -hmm. for this area in combat sports, and I, I, I'm. I've, I loved wrestling when I was in high school. Yeah. I, I wasn't a wrestler, but I followed it. And we have uh, the Rain Man of Wrestling here <laughs> with us. And like, hello, <laughs> people. Yeah. I was going to say, do you know wrestling like Danny Palm though? Not, not quite like that, but so, it's just super exciting. But here's the yeah. cool thing: is like, like when we think of wrestling, right? We think of youth and middle school and high school in college but then it kind of ends but why like why mm -hmm. why, why don't we have mm -hmm. people wrestling beyond that well, yep. we can do that there are so many like possibilities with this that the opportunities that exist for anyone involved in the world of combat sports mm -hmm. in the world of you know anything that in the realm of that even in wrestling, box, all those things, it just it, it's it's going to explode. Yeah, it's ready. Yeah, we were just there again this week at the venue, and man, seeing it—that was our first time being there since we actually signed the lease and it was official. We got more excited than ever. Just seeing it, mapping it out in our heads, guys. I promise, it's not—we're not fluffing it up. It's going to be one of the coolest event centers in Pittsburgh. Like it really is. The layout there is sick has an upper balcony section. Everything about it is just set up for like extremely nice viewership. I cannot wait until the the balcony is completely open. I know. It's like going to transform uh, the place. It's going to transform it. So yeah. Yeah, we're stoked. We're very stoked. The the opening show there's obviously going to be a big one. And uh I'm going to keep hammering this Shane Gillis or Joe Rogan stand up there. Imagine Joe Rogan doing stand up inside our cage. Like that's just that's so cool. Or Shane Gillis. I love Shane Gillis too. And he's a central PA boy. Come back home to PA, Shane. Do a little stand-up set for us. Throwing that back out there. You gotta you gotta manifest these things, Luke Pace, and you gotta say them as much as possible to the world so they happen. Well, I think what's cool about us talking about the <laughs> Or you could try to contact him. The balcony. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna keep saying it. From the venue is Ryan was saying earlier that you know the raised the raised seats at Braunberg 20. Are incredible seats. People still need to buy them. Go to 247fighting.com mm -hmm. to purchase your tickets for February 24th. But I don't think people realize how much having a permanent balcony is going to be. I would say if I wasn't cage side, which I get the honor to be cage side, call of fights, balcony seats become just a huge opportunity to get a bird's eye view yep. of the action. Yep. Being able to see down into the cage, especially mm. it's it's a fantastic viewpoint for sure. Ladies and gentlemen. I want to move to the next category. We're keeping this train rolling. We got coaches of the year. Luke, would you like to do the honors of reading the nominees for I coach and trainer would of the year? For the nominees for coaches or trainer of the year for 247 Fighting Awards 2023, our nominations are Chris Williams, Isaac Greeley, Danilo Villefort, or Mike Wilkins. And I would like to add real quick before we show you the winner. Yeah, let's let's kind of 
Yeah. This is a, a category that deserves some explanation. Sure. Mm -hmm. So when we say Isaac, Mike, whatever, that also includes, in Mike's case, Stout's case, Will Morrill. In Isaac's case, it includes Chris Dempsey. It's kind of the totality of your coaching staff. For Chris Williams, however, that is kind of a one-on-one -on -one situation because he's, for lack of a better term, like a freelance trainer in there. He works with some he's guys. He's a free agent. Yeah, works with some guys from the Matt Factory, some guys from Stout, some guys from here, from there, from there, from everywhere. So Chris Williams this year, he texted me and said his record this year, I'm going to mess it up, but his record <laughs> this year was something like 9-2. and two. He had a crazy successful year with Yinzer Boxing Train people so we had to had to get him in there for the voting last year mike wilkins and will morrill won this award danny palm who won it in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> Literally back to back. back to back, unstoppable. Mike Wilkins and Will Morrill. I love that last picture of them. I hope you guys like that as much as I did. That's a super fun picture of them just looking at each other, smiling. It may have been after Max Jarrell's fight. I'm not 100% sure on that. But a great picture of them. And obviously what they're doing at Stout is phenomenal. Back to back. Our first ever back to back. First ever back to back. Winners right there. Mm -hmm. So there is that. That's huge for the for the program. So Mike and Will, you guys got some more hardware coming your way, gentlemen. Well deserved. Let's talk about how they got there. Um, they okay. So the staff vote they got one staff vote, and Chris Williams had two staff votes, and Greeley Dempsey had one staff vote. It was the fan vote that they swarmed over and they got two fan votes because they won the fan vote and Greeley Dempsey got one fan vote. So it was three, two, two. Yep. Um, and so back to back champs. So I remember saying on the nomination show, the fan vote will win a category because it always does. Last year it did. No, the fan the way... vote wins a lot of categories. Well, for sure. This is the first one mm -hmm. on this card that the fan vote genuinely made the difference, tipped it in uh, Mike and Will's favor and got them to win there. So fans, Stout fans, Mike and Will fans, you showed up and you made the difference. You got them that dub, pulled them across the finish line. Let's go. Hard to disagree. Hard to disagree with any of those four winning the award. I mean, we're blessed in this area to have the coaches that we do. Truly, they make the team. I mean, it's an, an abundance of knowledge and uh, a wealth of knowledge. Can we can we talk uh, briefly about the difference between the the how we view coach of the year and how we view gym of the year? Sure, do it. So, coach of the year is more a. Wins and losses is not really what we're looking for. Like it has to do with the total totality of, of the vote, but it has more to do with our, our observation of just the coaches and their, and their ability to connect with fighters and to, we get to a really close, uh, close view of, 
their interactions with fighters. And it doesn't necessarily have to do as much with wins and losses as it has to do with how much are they pouring their heart and soul into these guys. And they're all doing that. But this is more of like the, the, the effort and the connection mm-hmm. and the relational aspect and, and those kind of things. You can be a coach of the year nominee and have a losing record here sure. because we might be able to see that you were putting your fighters in positions so that they could better their career and not necessarily just putting them in positions to go kill, go beat someone they should beat every time. So, um, yeah, wins and losses are not necessarily what we're looking for with coach of the year. Mm-hmm. With gym of the year, that's exactly what we're looking yeah. for. Now, it could be you could you could have 10 wins and 10 losses and and someone could have five wins and two losses and then we have to weigh those like numbers like figure out like you know mm-hmm. who 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 won that but we're really looking at like records and you know wins and tough wins and stuff when it comes to when it comes to um uh gym of the year absolutely very well said ryan middleton like that you'd knows. look at a team like competitive or strength of schedule almost for correct for team. yep and the word that comes to mind for coach of the year is more of the fighter development, like you were talking about the 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 part of the developing of the fighters, both technique wise and from a relationship and building up, dealing with all the different things we see behind the scenes. Timbo Slice, he's saying That's Michigan has a pretty solid team that <laughs> keeps showing up and showing out. Man, we talked about it on one of the more recent podcasts that the most tenured. Two four seven fighters. Timbo is already in that discussion. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> I bet you if you unbelievable if you take it from like when Timbo made his debut, I bet you he is the most tenured. Yeah, two four seven fighter. Him and Glenn are very close. They yeah. they started around the same time. Yeah, unbelievable those two. And yeah, yeah, we got know. lots of love for you, Timbo. Don't don't worry. We got. Plenty of love for you. Timbo nominated for submission of the year, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. For yep. anybody watching, seeing him in the comments, he is nominated for submission of the year, which we will get to very shortly. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is we have so many great sponsors. The sponsors are like our heart and soul, our lifeblood. And I just want to give a shout out to all of them and let, let you all know as we start going down the path of – the venue another part of the brand we are we are ready willing and able to bring new partnerships on board we are exploring those as we speak um i think we just have a long-term verbal commitment from one of our favorite strip district meets that we're looking forward to having a long-term um partnership with them they provide meat bucks and some of the funnest most desired um prizes uh and so we're super stoked about uh that continuing that partnership and that's been a two-way partnership that we Mm. both really enjoyed you know they they've been able to um grow their brand through their relationship with us and we've been able to you know help our fighters to get more um exposure and to you know get 
more meat bucks. Absolutely. And I'm super stoked that that relationship is continuing because, like you said, very two-way. And Brad, the GM at Strip District Meets, absolutely loves the fights, loves the fight, trains at Indio himself, so he's close to some fighters as well. He was, I was literally just there today for uh, Evan DeRussi was picking up his meat bucks, so stay tuned for that video. He got some really good stuff. He, We were there, and Brad was telling me that he talked his brother into getting the app and a subscription. He was like, my brother texted me, said he stayed up till like 3 a.m. watching fights last night on the app. I was like, that's awesome. They're they're fully addicted, ladies and gentlemen, fully addicted to the fight game. So when you see them sponsoring, please know they're not just supporting us. They're supporting the scene at large. They're genuinely a part of this community at Strip District Meets. So, yeah, man, we love them, love our all of our sponsors. Sunny Days as well, Sunny Days in-home care. What more? I mean... We we literally tomorrow yeah. tomorrow we're we're going to lunch with them. We're gonna sit down and and enjoy some some food and hang out and and discuss life and and tell them about you know the cool things that are going on and the new venue and all that stuff and and we're gonna sit down and 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 see what what the future holds with us. We want to make those you know, connections with lots more. And so if you are a, a business owner or you're a part of a, of a business that might be interested, we're, we're going to be really expanding that. And we have, we have a team that are ready to sit down and see how we can help have a two-way relationship with your business. Absolutely. We all grow together and we all get better together. That's the name of the game around here. And we, we love, love doing it with the sponsors we have. They're amazing. So, so did you want to, I mean, do you, do you want to end now or do you want to come back? I mean, do you want to, Oh, come back to sponsors later? Well, More sponsors? Well, no, I mean, it's just, it seems like a good time for a comeback. I see what you did there. Ah, I see what you did there. Ah, I missed it. I missed it completely. I missed it. We have, um, can I do this? One? Yeah, dude, do it. We Take don't it have any, any, any plans or anything like that. So comeback of the year. This is probably my favorite category every year. I really love this. Um, this is not a specific. It could be any kind of comeback. It could. It could. It could be you came back during a fight and you 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 were looked like you were losing and you came back and you ended up winning. It could be that you're you had a long break, you had an injury, and you were out for a long time and you came back and 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 you're you know you came back from an injury after a layoff. It could also be that you defied odds and you know you could have a great story and. And that could be comeback of the year. So this is literally my favorite category every uh, of, of all the awards we have. Um, we have four nominees: Craig Perry, we have Glenn Christner, Carly Joe Thomas, and Logan Fink. Um, each one of those has a different uh, has a different story. Um, who wants to tell the Craig Perry story? Well, I just, before we get into that, I have a question. Maybe I'll just wait till we get to Glenn. Okay. I was, well, I was just, you, okay. Okay. So I was wondering if his comeback of the year is like a recovery from lack of energy drinks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he's not come back no. from that yet. He's not in okay. sobriety. No, if that's he, what you're yeah. asking. Yeah. So, you know, the Glenn, you want to get, Give the Glenn comeback. The Glenn comeback. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He started off the year with a rough loss to Blair Phillips. 
And this, it was an interesting loss too, because he controlled the fight in the first round big time to the point that a lot of people thought that he choked Blair unconscious for a second and may have, may not. I don't know. After that, he and that lost Blair it. could have been a comeback too. Yeah. Blair, yeah, literally, came Blair came back from the dead and won the fight came definitively. As you were screaming, he's out, he's out. <laughs> he was not lying. Ryan and no. Kavanaugh, Ryan Kavanaugh had both jumped up. I know, trying to get uh, Chip Snyder's attention. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. So yeah. that, yeah, that was a fantastic comeback by Blair. And then Glenn in the summer in July, Bibby seventeen had a draw with Caprice Hall, at which otherwise Caprice lost a point on the judges' cards for an illegal strike and otherwise would have won that fight. So technically not a loss for Glenn, but kind of also a loss for Glenn. And then he rematched. We set up the rematch with Caprice Hall in October, and Glenn just wiped him out in the first round. I mean, it was as definitive as you could want a rematch to go for, for Glenn and his supporters. I mean, that was an awesome comeback. Started off the year rough with the Blair Phillips fight. A little better, but still pretty rough in the summer. And then capped it off with, uh, like, let me just put a stamp on this once and for all. This yeah. is done. Yeah. It was definitive. It was it was a great comeback and, and a definitive comeback. Craig Perry started his career 0-3, went through a series of events his first fight was a super competitive high level like these guys these two looked like like legendary like <laughs> fighters right yeah. and it was a debut <laughs> yeah super promising but he lost a really tight split decision and then his second fight he 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 posts when he's falling and breaks his breaks his arm in half it was gruesome yeah a long recovery period. He comes back and then he gets out wrestled and really controlled. And it just, um, this is where everyone almost just, okay, I'm done. Not Craig Perry. Craig Perry's built different as the kids say. Um, and he used that as motivation. So he entered 2023. Oh, and three. And then he rolled off two straight wins, two big wins that he looked super impressive in, and it was it was awesome. So that's the Craig Perry story. And a big part of the second win in his two wins was that not only did he get his win, but it was also advanced amateur. We've talked a lot on shows how much more opportunity that is to show off your skills, but also there's more weapons to be used against against you so for a guy who was one and three going into his advanced amateur that was a great setup on the legendary matchmaker to have that be an advanced amateur fight but for him to step up that level to advanced amateur as well is a comeback in its own right absolutely and and the nice thing about it is the advanced amateur under the old regime at um uh the pennsylvania state athletic commission um i don't think it was being used as it was intended to be um however that's what it was and now i think that it's being um used to develop a guy can be zero and three and be better at advanced amy i'm sorry that's just the that I, I so ultimately so nice that that's going that way um we talked about glenn christner does anyone give the logan fink story no no, we didn't. You want to give that one, Jim? 
Logan Fink. Logan Fink. Oh, that was um, yeah. Dragons Drew. Him and him and uh, Drew. So, um, we sort of have to go back to the first meeting with those two, um, mm. and I think it was the earlier in the summer or maybe the the year before. But those two had fought um, previously, and it it literally went down to the last second of the fight, third round, um, and I think it was. Um, were they under uh, two minute rounds? Was this um, a yeah. eerie bout? Yep. So Logan ends up winning by submission with literally one second left. So Drew in the fight, but also yeah. not just the round, the fight. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, so that was super, super crushing for Drew. And he had come to us and asked <laughs> us, "Can we put this bout back together?" Um, he felt like he had something to prove. So the first round, he came out smoking, and he could have I, – I, I shouldn't say easily, but he he dominated that first round. And it was one where, like, as that fight goes on, you see that fighter in Drew continuing to get stronger. But the second second round was a complete turnaround. And um, and Logan pulled that, pulled that um, win from the jaws of death. Yeah, the jaws of defeat. Um, but yeah, it was a tremendous comeback for him, and that's how he ended up on this list. Yeah, what I like about Logan's comeback in this context, especially, is that it's it is that in fight comeback, right? The first two, Glenn and Craig Perry, are kind of like bigger picture storylines. Logan's was literally losing a fight and then winning a fight, which is a cool comeback in its own right. And who won this one last year? Oh, Kama Worthy Kama won this last year. Of course, of course. Coming back from getting cut from the UFC and rattling off win after win after win. Yeah, coming yeah, back. That makes perfect sense. Come back makes up, perfect yeah. sense. And then the last nominee in this one is Carly Joe Thomas from the Matt Factory, which her comeback is multifaceted that we learned after the event. We didn't even know this going in, but uh, we'll leave part of Carly's story is for her to tell for sure, but just know there's more to Carly Joe's life and her story than meets the fighting eye. At I, least I, I, I am. I was so touched um, by her story and mm -hmm. just her strength and courage and all of those things. But um, what we're going to learn about that, like w w that's a, that's a future episode mm -hmm. that, um, I can't wait for it to it to occur. Absolutely. But um the rest of that comeback story is Carly Joe. Last time Carly Joe was in a 247 cage prior to this year, she got beat bad. Mm -hmm. It was it was I mean, hindsight it it that has oh, like it doesn't look as bad over time um, because that young lady is a superstar. Um, but she got, she got handed like it was, it was ugly. Um, and it wasn't a, the type of, of performance she wanted to have in, in a, as a hometown fight. Um, and then 2023 rolled around. She got back in the win column with a, a, a fight. She was probably favored. Um, fairly significantly on and then she was on the flip side she, <laughs> she came to the 247 cage and she would have been a significant underdog big, yeah big time for underdog. sure um and she came in and 
it was a performance that was absolutely beautiful and she really i i mean, <laughs> i've i've never been like oh i'm a fan of this person or like you know I'm just going to say it. I'm a big fan of Carly Joe Thomas, not just as a fighter, but as a person. And I want like, when I found out about her story, first thing I did was call Hunter and say, like, if like, this is that really touched me. And if she wants, if she wants the platform to share the story, like invite yeah. that to her. Um, but just, amazing story absolutely so for this category four incredible nominees i want to share the fan votes before we unveil the winner this time let's see if that ad adds a little drama yeah, I love it. glenn christner won the fan vote and took home two votes and carly joe thomas was the runner up in the fan voting and took one vote so with that in mind let's roll that footage danny palm big year for the pittsburgh power couple in general ah! <laughs> carly joe man i mean as you heard glenn won the fan vote carly joe got runner up but obviously this was a three two one one vote with everybody so another extremely close call all the way around carly joe's tough to deny in that one for sure for sure carly joe follows in the steps of comma worthy that's mm. never a bad thing as the former comeback fighter of the year 2022 now it's carly joe thomas fighter of the year 2023 congratulations carly joe very very well deserved these next two categories we're going to go kind of fast back to back there's not a video or anything for them these are more uh casual awards i would say they're not quite as formal there's nothing to vote on yeah, these you are, guys like the, the this is a statistic mm -hmm. award. These are numbers. These are cold hard cold facts. Hard. There's no interpretation here. So this is Amy and Pro MVP, which MVP is most valuable person selling tickets. I think that's what it stands for, right? I, mean, <laughs> I think it's like most valuable to the company of most valuable profit. Two four. <laughs> hey, there you go. Most valuable profit. So or it is, is that like profit like cash or like profit like hmm. like biblical yeah. both prophesy. <laughs> yeah. So it is the the biggest ticket seller, biggest Ami ticket seller, biggest pro ticket seller. We are not shy about it and in fact encourage conversations about the importance of ticket sales with regional fighting and regional MMA because it truly does keep the business afloat. As I personally learned more and more when I first came into this job, no I, I had no idea. So I understand as a fan, like you don't really get the connection there from the business side. I it, it's vital. I mean, Ohio, we talked about Ohio earlier. Why did Ohio fail? <laughs> 
like that is almost certainly the reason why fighters didn't sell tickets like so here's when we take when we took a look at the ohio show the tickets that were sold by us was what about what we always sell mm-hmm. the tickets that were sold by the fighters were a tiny fraction of what they usually sell so ultimately like we need in order to be successful in order to keep having shows in order to do this we need mvps we need fighter mvps and like i i've said this many times no one likes annoying people selling tickets no one likes pushing tickets and being like i i don't want to ask this person again like i asked them that like they're just going to get annoyed but like but guess what the mvps do it even though they don't like to do it they still do it and they make a lot of money from it and we stay in business because of it that's why there are mvps yep it's no different than having like a you know corner store um you know like a lawn care business you got to go out there and push your services and in this case you're you're trying to further your career you're pushing your career as entertainment and and that's a sell not just for your friends and family but you're trying to build that audience for yourself and in turn Mm -hmm. building that audience is going to make you more valuable to us Sure, and, 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 and we're going to help you too. And if you're not the one who's selling the tickets, you're like benefiting from the the guy that is. Like you're the weak link. Like you you should want to be a part of the success of the organization and make yourself more valuable to us. That's ultimately when it's all said and done. I. I I'm not going to apologize. This is a business and we have, we, we have to pay the bills. We don't skimp. Hmm. We, we don't skimp. Like this guy costs a lot of money. This guy costs a lot of money. The, the, the fans are the, 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 the setting costs a lot of money. Like we want to do it right. We want to do it the right way. We want to honor you guys. So we need people that are going to sell tickets. That's a fact. Last year, these were both shared winners. On the AMI side, we had Miguel Francisco mm-hmm. and Clayton Hoot Lee sharing it, and Kama Worthy and Justin the General Patton sharing it. And I'm here to inform you, ladies and gentlemen, that we have repeat winners. And there's on both no sides. sharing. And there's no, no sharing. sharing this time. Clayton Hoot Lee is your AMI MVP. Thank you, Clayton. Clayton Hootley, you you bring it every time. And in, in, in two fights, he did the most sales for any amateur. When there were amateurs that had three year and more fights, and there were great selling amateurs that had three fights. So that just goes to show how well he does and how much he pushes tickets and how much we appreciate what he does and we want to help him to do to do these great things that he's doing and queued up february 24th against cowboy eddie for the amateur lightweight title wow that on both sides those are two mvp candidates going head to head right there and this is where i can say you know we heard the business value both to the fighters and to 247 for being mvp selling a lot of tickets but i think 
for the fans, there's also an upside too. So this is maybe some encouragement to fighters to to be more aggressive and more persuasive in selling tickets because when you're cage side or when you're in a venue and you've got a fighter that sells a lot of tickets, fighting a fighter sells a lot of tickets, that fight feels bigger, yep. right, Ryan? Like that that has more excitement behind it. We're We're looking forward to not only the talent level of the fighter, but it matters when there's a huge crowd swell. And we've even seen this with Timbo, slice shout out to Timbo, where he's been on the card so much that people root for him because they've mm-hmm. seen him so many times. So, or he comes out the renegade. I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> but really building, selling tickets and building the people that are there for you, the t-shirts in the crowd, you can look out and see yeah. the pockets. It all makes a better, it makes a better experience for the fans and for the fighters in the cage to hear their and, their group. And if you truly want, if you have high goals, if you're if you're a guy that says I'm I, I want to go to the UFC and and you're not doing these things, there you're it's I'm sorry, you're you're not there's more to it. Mm-hmm. The UFC is not just a fight company. They're an entertainment company. And so if you're not moving the need Dana White says it. He doesn't move the needle. That matters. It matters that you sell tickets. It matters that you move the needle. It, it's it. These guys are moving the needle, and we appreciate it. For sure. Speaking of appreciate, Carly Joe Thomas in the chat said, appreciate y'all. Your comeback fighter of the year. We appreciate you too, Carly. Put on one heck of a year. That was a great year. She was just at Strip District Meets as well with Justin, spending some Helping kind of nudge him where to spend those meat bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't get that get chicken. <laughs> no, no. She gave she gave him pretty free reign, actually. Justin, Justin had a great order. No Don't get red meat. Speaking of Justin Patton, your pro MVP this year is Justin the General Patton. Back to back, selling tickets like a champ. No one does it like Justin Patton. He's he's so for those of you that like are like oh, I just can't sell that many tickets. Justin Patton started off selling a third of what he sells now. Mm-hmm. You can, you just got to be dedicated to it. You got to want to be a professional and professionals sell tickets. Like professionals know that that's what you got to do. When Justin Patton uh, he said it on a podcast. He said like I think your question was, why did you sign a multi-fight deal with 247? Mm-hmm. Like, what was your motivation? Right. He said, I, I, I'm not going anywhere else. When I looked around, they were offering me a fraction of what I make with 247. And not just in his fight purse, but in his commission purse. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of money when he fights. Yeah. So... um it's it's a like there are pros who have been regional pros who have mm. been successful and did not need another job because they sold lots of tickets guys it's 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 possible so yeah mvps thank you absolutely justin I, the general Patton, you're amazing i want to take that one step further before we get off that i'm not gonna not gonna talk about another man's money exactly but i would like to also point out clayton hoot lee has taken home checks that put some pro fighter checks to shame as well. And he's an Amy <laughs> just by selling tickets. So everybody who thinks oh, I need to go pro and make money. Well, there's, there's other ways to make money too. I, I Clayton Hootley can attest to that. 
Yeah, here's here's the thing, guys. Regardless of if you're pro or amy, the money is through tickets in regional MMA. That's how it's that's how you make money. You may fight a bunch of fights and eventually be able to get to like in regional MMA, like eventually to like a thousand and a thousand, or maybe you 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 can get a little bit higher than that. But like they're re- in regional, there reaches a ceiling on pro bouts. It just it just stops making sense. If you're selling tickets and you're getting 20, 25, 28% of that, you don't have a ceiling anymore. You're unlimited not limited. Potential. Unlimited yes. potential. Sell more tickets, make a th- close to a third of the what you're selling tickets for. Like you get a huge chunk of it. Yep. Yep. Very, very well put and a good conversation to have, I think. It's like a for for a lot of people, it's kind of a hard or annoying conversation, I would say, especially fighters. Of course, we value every fighter who steps in our cage. I don't ever want to frame it that it's not that because it is absolutely that. But as Ryan said, it is absolutely also a business and we pour a lot of money into this. And if the money is not coming back, it doesn't make sense for us to continue our business. It would be foolish to do that. So we want this thing to grow. And obviously, we just signed a 10-year lease on the venue. We're committed to growth long-term. We want to make sure that happens. So that's what it all boils down to for us. One other thing to add to that is for the fighters, um, I don't don't know how how hard this is tied to it, but I would say to a large degree, if if you're able to um, sell tickets, you should be able to have um, sponsors. You know, sponsors want to know What's your reach going to be? And if if you are building your crowd um, for the fights, then that's going to benefit you in bringing sponsors on board because they want to know what their reach is going to be through you. Yep. So that's like another part that's important in this in this business. If you want to be successful, you you have to add that to, um, to your offering. It all comes down to moving the needle. I mean, you got to move the needle. Dana White says it in regional. This is moving the needle, and 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 to move on from regional, you gotta be, you gotta move the needle. You gotta have a personality. I don't ever ask anyone to be someone they're not. What I ask you to do is take who you are and turn it up. Turn the crank the volume all the way up, not physically, but like <laughs> just show your personality. Be who you are. Crank it up. Or in Jake Zach's case, physically and emotionally, yes, yes. and every I love Jake Zach. I literally, I just think about him and laugh. Like his interviews are the best, dude. His post, you cut, I was gonna say you uh, cut up some interviews from uh, May Fancast, which were fantastic. Uh, we should have Jake Zach sitting in a room with Joe LaRocco and just oh. listen to the conversation. Just shut Mullet. the door. Yeah, just awesome. shut the door. <laughs> Danny Palm can take the controls and just like lit like just it's hear like, what happens Cram- sound bites for years to come you know, uh, out of my- that would be amazing kramer versus kramer but it's mullet versus mullet <laughs> it's so perfect jim uh, of the year it's thank finally you. time thank you i appreciate that it's finally time for danny palm to danny win his award jim of the year. <laughs> danny palm jim of the year we have, ladies and gentlemen, some us- usual suspects in this category. We've got the Matt Factory. We've got India. We've got the Academy. And we have Stout PGH. Last year, Stout won this award. Danny, who won it this year? 
And the winner is... A lot of hands getting raised there. A lot of hardware, too, both on the grappling side and on the MMA side. Guys, I can't emphasize enough how how tedious the task was of finding every stout fighter that won <laughs> and clipping out their <laughs> hand. Well done, Hunter Homie Steak. It was so many. They won so many matches and fights this year. It was funny enough, by their winning percentage standards, a down year for stout. But would like to point out last year it was like 10 and 0 it was, until it was, it was 10 ridiculous. and 1. Yes. With that comes an increase in competition. You can't just go 10 and 0 every year. You're now fighting as you saw for the title and winning some titles as well. Remember that one we had where it was like oh, stout fighters versus a grizzly bear? Oh, yes. <laughs> Remember that? That yes. was awesome. It was a fantastic fight. RIP. But it was good while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> But stout, when you increase the level of competition, of course, you're going to take a couple more L's along the way. But win or lose, man, stout, one of the you know, class of the city, professional, always shows up, always talented. We're super excited to keep working with them in 2024. And they're going to play a big part in February for sure. So the reason also the reason I jumped to that one so fast was because uh, you may have already seen that the beginning of the video and known that one from earlier. Sorry. Danny Palm is very sorry. So Lucas Siebert just tapped in and said, "What awards have been done?" And that's a good point. Let's yeah. let's recap to to you want this. Want me to recap? Them? Do it, Luke Payson. All right, so recap we're going to recap the just the winners of the awards so far. Yeah. Grappling submission from a sprawl in the Berg event went to Alex Hudik. Amateur newcomer of the year was Cowboy Eddie Paria. New gym of the year Paria. went to. PA Combat Sports, the coaches and trainer of the year went to the pair of Wilkins and Morell. The comeback, and we spent a lot of time talking about the stories of the comeback, so rewind to catch that. But the comeback fighter of the year was Carly Joe Thomas. And then we just covered uh, the AMI MVP for the second year in a row was Clayton Lee, and the pro MVP for the second year in a row uh, just another reason why he's known as the general, the general Justin Patton. And then we just covered Jim of the Year, Stop Pittsburgh, which was also a repeat. And a cool part about being Jim of the Year, you had mentioned, uh, Ryan, about it does come down to the record. It's it's like following a team and what their season record was. Another thing is volume matters. Stout puts so many fighters on cards, grappling events. When you look at the overall volume, they're in double digits wins, mm -hmm. you know. There's so they're, they're taking so many, they're taking so many fights. They got the SEO, baby. They got that tell you, they SEO. got SEO is going on. <laughs> they really do, man. <laughs> Just Google be within a hundred miles of Pittsburgh and Google MMA or Google jiu-jitsu. Stout is boom. Got it Every going time. on. They got it is that going what the on. S stands for in SEO. Yes, stout, stout engine and, optimization. And that's it. That's exactly what it means. That voting, by the way, Stout did also win the fan vote there. 
but Matt Factory was the runner-up in the fan vote and took one. Staff votes were two for Stout, one for Indio, and one for the Academy. So that's how that broke down, and Stout took it. Break it down. So I think it's time, while we're talking about some grappling, to talk about a submission of the year coming inside the cage. Well, I guess the other one's inside the cage, too. But in the context of an MMA fight. (laughs) So we've got submission of the year, ladies and gentlemen, up next. Some heavy hitters. Cowboy and who just what is that thumbs down on the screen? What even what who's, I, I don't know why how's that, that happening. Happens. It happens it's all that? the time. Who's thumbs you don't like our show? Wait, it's you don't happened like again. our show, bro. Yeah, somebody just did it. What in the whoa? I, don't know what's I can't deal How with do you this do hate. that? I cannot deal with these haters. Okay, yeah, hold I, on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, is it right here? Wait. Wait, no, no, never mind. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, submission of the year. Nope, it doesn't. Nominees are Cowboy Eddie Parilla for his submission of Colton Musgrove back at Bit B17. We have Ethan Goss for his submission of Calvin Harbaugh, mounted guillotine, title fight victory of Calvin Harbaugh at Bit B16. We also have Timbo Slice all over these comments. Tim Von Biedenfeld with his inverted triangle of Cliff Richards at 513 Fight Night. And we have Cam Bam Smith with his triangle arm bar also at 513 Fight Night. So I wanna I, I wanna brag on Hunter real quick. This is the, the one time mm, ever. Yeah, oh. can you? So here's <laughs> so that. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> um so on this sheet, it only says that it like the category submission and it says Edgar, Ethan, Tim, and Cam. It doesn't give any more information. So he just rattled off from the top of his head the event it occurred in the opponent and the submission. That, that was pretty impressive. That's Thanks, the bro. only thing Thanks. you've ever done good for this company. That's awesome. I'm glad to start now. <laughs> it's a hey, better late than Progress never. Progress is better. better late that, than that, never, was, baby. that was disgustingly awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's roll the footage and show the good people who won this one. Danny Palm. One more time. Yeah, that was sick. That's sick. Yeah, I I just thought you were going to show the same replay like four, uh, five, six. Why? Well, I mean, when it's that sick, when it's an inverted triangle. Listen, hats off to every submission of that. Seriously, those four great submissions, really great submissions. But when you pull off an inverted triangle, you're probably going to win the award. <laughs> Dude, that I, just doesn't happen. I want to hear Ethan Goss crying right oh, now because <laughs> he he is literally like, shut up. You're not winning. Wasn't that every phone call with him? Yes, ever. It's called a phone call. Before we start talking about our love for the most handsome man in MMA, the champ champ, I want to officially say that congratulations to Timbo Slice on being the Submission winner of the year. Timbo Slice. Always bringing it. Timbo, like you are truly the honorary Michigan 247 Yinzer. There you go. We love you, bro. 
great job. You're you're truly a two four seven guy. Like, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Like, this is home, bro. The fact that he's from Three Rivers, Michigan, really says it all. Three Rivers, like he's meant to be yeah. from Pittsburgh, yes. <laughs> truly. Yeah. So a fun behind the scenes with this voting in particular, I think, mm -hmm. is that Cam Smith won the fan voting and took home two votes. Look, so there's two votes right off the bat that you don't get. And Ethan Goss was the runner-up fan votes. Three votes you don't get. The staff unanimously voted Timbo Slice. Boom, Timbo! Wait. Oh, shouldn't that boom be done with a different voice? <laughs> Timbo. Uh, <laughs> end the stream. I'm done. There's Congratulations, no more Timbo Slice, dude. We yeah. honestly like we've we've never had someone um, that has come in and won our hearts and just been like the guy from out of town that like is is a in town guy. So like, just pack up the U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's time to just move here. That was, I mean, dude, an, an inverted triangle as a white belt, which uh, here's a fun little kind of, I don't I don't know if it mattered or not, but I bet it mattered. Timbo was one and one going into that fight, but since it occurred in Ohio, he didn't have to wear shin guards. I don't think that happens with shin guards on in PA. I don't he think he gets as, it. He has said as such that yeah. the advanced amateur rules in Pennsylvania, which is what they were fighting under in Ohio, comparable really helped yep. with that you know? now he's advanced amy and pa as well so pa or ohio yep. no more shin guards for timbo slice no more shin guards february 24th against drew landefeld at bit b20 for timbo mm -hmm. slice. get your tickets at 247fighting.com let's go i mean if we er do go ahead erica non-von biedenfeld is now talking about how happy the family is right now <laughs> guess what we're happy too we have have an adopted son like your son is our adopted son like you're like even though the males in the family might just hold back a little bit from you with the vaughn part listen mom we would give you vaughn too just saying she gets an honorary vaughn tonight you get an honorary vaughn tonight <laughs> camp i mean i'm just looking at that field again and, and cam smith's was amazing ethan's was incredible Ed, Eddie, Cowboy Eddie's obviously when you put a guy, a technical submission, when you put a dude to sleep, that's always going to rank highly in any kind of award list. Those were four absolute bangers, but man, you pull out an inverted triangle, you, you get it. You get it. That's how it works. Timbo. Dems the you, rules. What, the, only, what, you, the only other one you'd accept losing to, what are you going to do? Beat us up when you get to the weigh-ins? <laughs> what, what are you going to do, I mean, you never, We love you, bro. You just put an idea in his head there. <laughs> You just gave him the plan. I mean, that's that is yeah. So I think the only place you can go after submission of the year is knockout of the year, right? You kind of have can to you talk really about. go there? Hey, real quick, submission of the year last year, we didn't say Justin Patton won that with a von flu yeah. of Josh Armstrong at Bit B ten, I or, believe. Or that as I you like, say, I like to call the von Prue <laughs> in honor of uh uh Oven Saint Oven Saint Prue, who's had four um, what used to be called Von, and still is called uh, Von Flu by most people, but Von Flu, the namesake, had two Von Flus in the UFC. Oven St. Pru or OSP had four, so that's why I've hyphenated it to give both men honors. If you've never watched MMA FanCast, 
You don't know that. But if you've ever watched I bring it, it up all the time. You know that. <laughs> if you've watched any episode. You know what? You know what I bring up more though? My love for GSP. GSP. There's no <laughs> doubt. My love for GSP. And because Ryan And you usually bring my name into your GSP. I do. <laughs> because of how big of a fan you are of GSP too. No, it's it's <laughs> yeah. That's why. We know, Hunter. The we only, know. Uh, hey, the I get only, it. I get it. The only person in this world that I know of that's a a bigger fan of someone than you are of GSP okay. is Hunter of Lucas Siebert. <laughs> wow, that's there you go. Roasted. Wow. They are. Unbelievable. So, well, you're talking about the <laughs> champ, the 247 <laughs> amateur champ. Well, soon to be a pro he, fighter. He's the one and all. He's moving hey, on. There it is. Because when so you, that's good company right there. When you win the amateur belt, when you win a, a 247 mm, amateur belt, matters. Yep. It matters. Mm -hmm. When you win any 247 belt, it matters. And so Lucas knows it matters. It Facts. Matter. Pro debut against Jake Zach, who mm -hmm. we obviously just talked yep. glowingly about as well. That fight, super hype. <laughs> super hype. Get your tickets fight. right now at 247fighting.com. It, it, honestly, it's, I promise you, this is a top five show ever for 247. Yeah. I, I'm comfortable saying it You've too. Thrown comfortable down the saying it. There it is. Feel very strongly about that. These knockout of the year contenders. Speaking of top five ever, last year we had Josh Fasoki win the award, and it was pretty much a foregone conclusion when that one happened. There were some other great nominees, but I think but, we're missing a nominee. But Josh Fasoki. Oh, who do you think we're missing? Angel. Oh, oh see what I did there. Nice. Boom. Nice. Shout out to Angel. She's our promotions team leader. She's awesome. And she is a promotions leader uh, for 247 Roofing as well. Multi-talented Angel. Yeah, dude. What a look at you knock out of the year. I see what you did there, you sly fox. The actual nominee, very fun. I'm going to give you guys the fan votes ahead of not really the fan votes. I'm going to tell you ahead of time this vote was four to three. Four to three. So 43 votes. Four, two, three. Hey, speaking of the number of four, votes. Four, two, and three? Yeah, you said <laughs> you said that more people voted, but I want to put this in further context, right? Okay. We had around 500 votes last year. It was right around 500. I think it was 550. Was it 550? Dude. This year, twenty five hundred. Yeah, like some, I'm just saying, some of them were like fifty votes for one person. Okay, I mean, so twenty four hundred, like three or four people <laughs> like that. Regardless, we got five times the amount of votes this year, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you, way to for go. supporting. Seriously, I mean, this show is not fun if nobody engages or cares about it. And clearly, you guys showed up, cared, uh, represented your crew. So yeah, that very much that appreciate the needles that. moving more. You had just talked about moving the needle, not only individual fighters moving the needle, but two, four, seven, you guys are continuing to do bigger and bigger things. And that shows more and more reach. So the fact that, you know, 2,500 votes came in, even if it was some repeat votes that shows how significant people thought this award show really is for sure. And it's only going to get better next year. You already as, have yeah, plans to make this point. even better as we get bigger. That, that that is better for you as a fighter. Mm -hmm. There's more, not only more opportunities, but the 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 stakes get bigger. The the mm -hmm. the 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 push gets bigger, and we want like our goal as an organization is to start feeding, feeding the UFC, mm -hmm. feeding the PFL, feeding the huge organizations, 
And so we want to develop fighters. Jim said earlier, he said, you know, it's not just about selling tickets. Like we're going to help you. We want to provide you with the things you need to make that happen. But also if you're a fighter, you want to come to us and say, I really struggle with this. What are things I can do? We can help you. We will take you and, 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 and pull you aside and meet with you and help you to get where you want to go, which if you have big dreams, it's the UFC. We want to help you get there. Yeah. Timbo Slice is very excited to hear that Lucas Siebert's going pro, and therefore the 145 AMI belt is vacant. And I like that. Hey, winner of uh, Timbo Drew Landefeld for sure will we'll be in that mix. We'll take a big step in that direction. No doubt. No doubt. So that's exciting. This top, this next one is like the bit is a big one. Knockout of the year. I yeah. mean, <laughs> who doesn't? You can almost save this for last because so many people turn in. Not that we will, but so many people turn in for knockout. Of yeah. The yeah, this, not wrong. this is not huge. Wrong. And there are a lot of people that are waiting to find out <laughs> who won this. This, And I know, like, for instance, today I saw Rob McCraw message and say good luck like nice you know to yeah. his fighter because this is a big deal this is a big deal last year's winner was josh Vasoki, but you don't want to cross that bridge <laughs> mm. <laughs> um and and so like this is a really prestigious award oh by the way guys just so you're aware um all the trophies are in Unlike last year, like we, we made sure the timing was that we would have the trophies. So hit up Hunter, hit up Jim, and make arrangements to, to <laughs> make arrangements to grab uh your your pro your trophy. We'll get some pictures with you um uh when we do that and post those, and we'd like you to post those as well. Super glad to you know share this share this moment with you guys yeah yeah very well said so again the voting on this one was four to three so extremely close and so when, only two of the of the four got votes right evan derusi for his knockout of tyler llewellyn just recently a bit b19 a late addition to the mix so he got on the last card of the year so he could potentially get some like recent what's the recency, like, recency buys. buys recency yeah. buys yeah there you go recency Recense mm -hmm. Reese's PC's bias. Doritos bias? <laughs> recency. Is recency a word? Yeah. Regency? Regency. No. Regency yeah. bias. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, that would be relevant. All right, go ahead. Roll yeah, the tape. Knock out of <laughs> no, don't roll no, no, it. No, no, no. Don't do it. Don't roll it. We didn't even announce Whoa, all that. We're okay. talking it through Jim. Who, who's the next nominee? <laughs> yeah. Cody Matthews for his knockout of Victor Lapari at the first show of the year, Bit B16, really started the year with a literal bang there. Okay. Insane knockout. Cam Kinzig for his front kick to the face of Raiden Kovacs at 513 Fight Night. I like how he said front kick to the face. face. You have to say to the face. I mean, front that's the rule. to the face. That is the rule okay, when you next. talk about a front kick. The last one is Ilyaz Mamadaliev for his knockout of Will Worley also at 513 fight. So when we talked about 513 fight night being a banger sure. card, you see what we're saying. So, see what we're saying. So uh, I want to interject something here. Hunter did all of like these videos that you see the the winners and 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 stuff like that. And if you were on 
<laughs> what are you laughing at? I'll, I'll tell the story. It's, it has to do with Elizabeth and Jake and the and face. Okay. <laughs> if you were on Instagram today, we posted some like nominee pictures, right? On our story. So if you go to our story, you can check those out. But I was, I'm the one that put those pictures together. And, and when I did the knockout pictures, it was like so much, well, it's tedious, like going and digging through all yeah. these hundreds of pictures. But when I found the pictures and I put them in the poster and I looked at it, I'm like, these are awesome. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, uh, Danny, if you're after this is over, if you're able to pull that up or not, um, it's in Smug Mug. But anyway, um, go ahead and and do the do the four to three vote. And ladies and gentlemen, your winner of Knockout of the Year for And what a left hook that was. The left hook that shocked mm. the inside of the Hollywood Casino mm. at the Meadows. It You could hear a pin drop after that. So really? that, that's right there. Just real quick. That's um, We talked about this before in event of the year, but that yeah. is something that would qualify going forward next year when we do the uh, 2024 awards for event of the year you would consider a moment like that cody coming in to enemy territory yep. huge stage taking on somebody that is like so the up. most tickets yeah. ever in one event huge yep. crowd yep and he steals like he he took the air out of that crowd it, for uh for lapari and it might even go it was it might even go a little bit more he could have potentially been a comeback fighter in the sense that Cody's transition between the knockout in round two and being out outworked and out grappled and you know first round did not go his way that also shows that there was a lot building up to that knockout that knockout <clears throat> silenced the crowd because he he was the away guy but also was a huge change of events guys Victor was three and0 he was a very hyped prospect coming from Las Vegas but originally, from Houston, Washington area, so that he had the crazy local crowd support. Like, uh, let's not understate that. Yes, he had a the crowd support that was has been unmatched in two four seven history. The yeah, record. yep. He had the type of crowd support that back in the day that the Mazadas mm. and the Cherico. and the Cherikos yeah. had like. We haven't experienced that level of crowd support in in our history and and haven't since, but like so it was a very pro Lapari crowd. Yeah. So not so the crowd support, three and oh, just trained in Vegas with Volkanovsky and Aljamain Sterling before that fight. He had extreme guitar hype. coming from yeah, I mean, huge gym. Super excuse me, super hyped guy. 
plus the crowd support, plus dominating round one. Mm -hmm. And then to have that happen in round two was, like Ryan said, pin drop. I mean, that place, I've never seen uh, one of our shows get so deflated so fast. I mean, it, it kind of stunk for... The, yeah, the fights afterwards, which because, were, by the way, Patton and Goss. Yeah, yeah huge <laughs> fights after. Well, mm -hmm. see, the thing is, Patton still had a good crowd. Goss is not like uh, he doesn't live in in Pittsburgh, so he has a disadvantage. It was really, really like a very low crowd by the time Ethan fought in the main event in a wonderful, uh, a wonderful fight itself. Submission of the year nominee, correct. Fight. And and it just like that's part of the balance. Like sometimes we'll think like, okay, this is a a a fight where we want the crowd to stay, so we like that has to move because you don't want people to miss the other fights, and so that's the balance of the fun parts of being a promoter for sure. But at the end of the day, you cannot deny that knockout of Cody Matthews deserving of that win. So when we said it was four to three. The three was Cam Kinzig with the front kick to the face. For me, Can we face. have that available. <sighs> Not readily. Dude, it won't be easy. Yeah. Kick to the face. Dude, I mean, full. Well, we're doing full disclosure stuff, right? So, yeah, sure. in full disclosure, I voted for Cam. When you see a heavyweight front kick to the face, dude, to the face. Dude, like an inverted triangle, you just kind of automatically yeah. win in my book. <laughs> so five one three fight night, yeah, brought the heat, guys. I, before we go to the next category, I want to put a bow. We have four left, by the way. Yeah, just. I want to put a bow on something that we talked about earlier when we said like, what would be the event of the year? I want to get on the record. Yeah, I think that is going to be a great a category. On Somewhere. you, yeah, <laughs> that needs to be you were a talking about me, yeah. event of the year. Fan voting, yeah. I want to know with no explanation and no thought, event of the year. Mm. Brawlenberg 16. Event of the year. The April 15th card, which was 16. Jim? Same. Danny Paul? I mean, that one's hard to deny. I go, at, and again, it depends on how you qualify it. If you count Sprawl and Bit B 17 the weekend as one event. Oh, the double header. Of for course. For me, that was that was the pinnacle of our year. I, I think if if it was in cage only. Five one three yeah. makes a run. I think it wins if you if it's oh, yeah. only fights based. Itself. Yep, sure. the I fights mean, themselves. The, 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 the downside was there was only seven of them. Right, mm -hmm. eight maybe. Was there seven? Or there eight? were seven. Yeah, I thought there were eight. There, there were seven. So that was like that's kind of brings yeah. that down yeah. some. But I I think you like action. Like there were four pro fights. It mm -hmm. it was a really like fun card. That nobody Crazy, saw. Dude. Two knockout of the year nominees, two submission of the year nominees. I fight of the year awesome. nominee. It was <laughs> like, awesome. Um, yeah, it really was insane action. So yeah, that, and those that's fights a fun can thought. be watched forever on the two four seven live app. I know they live, they live. live forever. I'm just I'm just bringing that up because the thank catalog, you catalog matters. The catalog thank matters. You. Well, I mean, yes, they live. We have to start. We, we're thinking about that more than ever. There, that, there we go. They and live how much that catalog bro, matters. Ready for this? They live 24-7 on 247 Live. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> we got I just mentioned the sprawl and brawl weekend yeah. being my favorite. So let's get to that grappling super fight of the year because this was another super fun category. 
tough to pick. Who was the before? The, before oh, yeah, we get yeah, into was... that, l- l- mm. let me just express something that um, is an unintended consequence of getting into the 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 realm of grappling. What an honor it's been to have the level of superstars, global superstars, in the two four seven cage that was not a part of our you know we we didn't launch it thinking that was going to be a part of it um and i've pretty much you know the 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 sprawl series has been has been these two it's been it's or and yeah i was gonna say definitely throw danny palm in there (laughs) so i've pretty much said like yes i want to know what's going on but like this is your guys's baby like this is you guys are are leading the charge and as a matter of fact very recently i just told hunter like he was like hey do you want to do this do you want to do this what are your thoughts and i said hunter like take the wheel and 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 steer it and this is for this is you guys i said if if you have like major decisions like present it to me and let me know what your thoughts are. But like, I want this to be, I want it to be your guys. And, and so these guys have owned this grappling series. And if you were at particularly, I, I'm going to point out sprawl in the bird, the first one mm-hmm. sprawl in the bird one. Some might yeah. say, no, Can't, no sprawl, but it's sprawl not referred no. to as that. It's not. So <laughs> if you look at that show, <laughs> There's never been anything like that in Pittsburgh, not even Mm-mm. close. Mm. And so it was like the three of you, thank you for doing what you've done to create something really special from the grappling scene. And I am so stoked come summertime when you guys can really venture in and make that build that out and make that something that like is worldwide one of the meccas yeah i really think guys i'm not like from a grappling like from an mma standpoint we have some limitations that we we're never going to overcome from a grappling standpoint Mm -hmm. i think the sky's the limit and go fly like yep I, i look forward to what you guys are doing what you guys have already done is awesome and an unintended as I look at this sheet and I look at the grappling super fights, I just think like the opportunities that have been presented to us to have worldwide talent, the best people in the world, yeah, top 10 worldwide yeah, guys have, 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 yes. have competed in Already. our cage, and, and that's so awesome. So if those that's all I started. To say. If those um what like the uh the nominees, if those were not on our cards, we would watch. Those events, yeah, yeah we talked for sure. Yeah. Was is Dante still number two pound for pound in the world? Flow grappling. Danny Palm's going to check into that, but well, I think he does is number one. Really count anymore? Is he going to compete? I mean, he's just forever number one. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, no, is he competing compete. anytime soon? I think so. Okay, what he just he just had a match lined yeah, up. Yeah, he, something yeah. he had to cancel. Yeah, something. Not it wasn't stomach related this time though. I don't think. No, it was like I. From my understanding, I thought he was out for a while. Mm, so he's like maybe. the John Jones sure. of mm. uh, grappling now. Yeah, yeah, kinda. Yeah, it's pound for pound Dante Jones, number four. 
all the way what down to Florida. Oh, unbelievable. He'll never be on our show again. <laughs> yeah, it's... He's number one in the world at 155. Nice. Like, Who's above what, him pound for pound now? What, what was he when he competed for us? Like what, 70. Where was he, he was ranked number oh. three in the world. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he went up after competing for us. Yeah. Well, because Because of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. Wait, he's talking rank. No. Oh, uh, ranking. ranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down and wait. Who, who's above him pound for pound right now, Danny? That's what I need to know. So Marigali? Marigali's three and then Mika Galvan. Oh, yeah, duh. Mika, yeah. Let's get Mika. <laughs> let's get Penn State wrestling. Oh, oh. Let's get Jason Nolf versus Max Hansen. While we're speaking things into existence, I'm just saying. I'm I just mean, saying. I mean, is, it sounds is, familiar. Is Nolf do is Nolf grappling? He needs to. I think he's doing Olympic trials yeah, yeah, in April. But but is he training at all for do you do you need to when you're that good at wrestling? I mean, yes. I mean, Bo Nickel versus yeah. Gordon Ryan was like it was modified rules, of course. <laughs> yeah. Kind of competitive for a while. Bo did some stuff. I, I think there was a gentleman agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Gordon could have heel hooked him in five seconds, but Hey, hey, who cares? It was fun, and it was a spectacle. I want to see it. I want to see it. Grappling Super Fight of the Year, ladies and gentlemen. We've got PJ Barch versus Dante Leone, which we just talked about. Wow. Top 10 versus top 10. Insane matchup. Main event of Sprawl and the Berg. What an honor. Just genuinely what an honor to have those two at our first event. Followed in the co-main event by Isaac Greeley versus Gray Maynard, which, what? I mean, what... Unbelievable! Just looking back at that card, so I mean, so that's special. Hey, how can you relive that on two four seven live? You can relive all of our fights, all of our matches. Yeah, get your your here. Here's the thing, I'm telling you right now. Now is the time to get the yearly subscription because we're about to go into this venue and have like a lot Mm. more events. Mm, So many, and and our yearly subscription you'll be grandfathered into but like that price is going to go up significantly because we're going to have like so many more events to offer you more content more content Mm -hmm. and so now's the time to really get that subscription that yearly subscription it's 90 bucks you get dude everything in our library plus all live events you can't beat it it's 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 priceless as as Mike Wilkins stated. Yes. He said, I really wish the UFC was more like 247. He said those words in that order. Hey, listen, listen. (laughs) I'll be the first to admit, when you have an ugly child, you have... Listen, follow me here. When (laughs) When you have an ugly child, you have, like, parent goggles on. You don't... You don't see... They're not ugly, Right. When you're a promoter, you have promoter promoter earphones on. So what I heard from Mike Wilkins <laughs> was if the UFC was only more like 247. That's what I heard. I don't know if it Yeah. That's what he I said, heard. That's what he said. What did he actually say? Wait, are you saying that Mike Wilkins is ugly? Oh no! That's the takeaway. That is not what I said. I like my life. (laughs) Open weight, Ryan Middleton versus Mike Wilkins, Sprawlenberg three. Let's go. What's the over under on how long it takes? (laughs) Yeah, we need to handicap that. Well, this is this one's going to be like um, Nikki Rod. 
Like, <laughs> just <laughs> submission reset. There we go. No, he, he's good. He's good. Keep going. Keep going. So anyway, if there's we'll any, put his head back on. Don't worry. If there's any good funeral services out there that would like to sponsor us, we have an event coming Sunny up. Day, <laughs> you might be able to yeah. help there. Fire him up. I forget what I was actually going to say. There was a real comment, but oh, what Mike actually said was that they were doing like their Christmas wish list for MMA, and he wished the UFC had an option to pay a yearly subscription and get every pay-per-view as a part of that, which we do offer. Do. We do that. Like I said. Because we're awesome. Like I said, he literally just repeated me. Yep. He repeated what I said. I wish the UFC was more like 247. Yeah. Period. Yep. Same words. exact Full words. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what else could you really want in life? So, <laughs> back to this grappling <laughs> yes. super fight of the year. Big deal. Barch Leone. Greeley Maynard from Sprawl on the Berg. We move on to Sprawl on the Berg 2, and we have Chase Boyd versus Jeremy Dekanip, which was a banger. What a great match. And then we move on to the grappling prelims of Bit B19 with Maya Yankello versus Sasha Reynolds, which, again, a banger of a matchup. Incredible matches here, guys. What an honor, like Ryan said, to kick off our mm -hmm. grappling series with the matches we did. We're very fortunate and very thankful for everybody who showed up and competed our ideas are only as good as the people who help, help us execute them, right? If we say we want to have grappling matches, but nobody wants to compete for us, not going to be a very good event. I so thank you guys. The takeaway is we need more pro wrestling matches in the <laughs> middle of grappling. Oh, no. Run the footage. Oh, Get me out of here. Oh, no. Carly. A big congratulations <laughs> to our winner of the grappling super fight. What an incredible job of our winners. Gray Maynard versus Isaac Greeley. <laughs> that was awesome. Your winner for 247 Awards 2023. Listen, just to have Gray Maynard in our cage was like, it was a surreal And Isaac, moment. dude. No, no, like, no. But, but no, Isaac, I get what you're Isaac saying, is yeah. in our cage like every event. Right. right? He did, he's never competed in our cage. Like, but we're kind of used to, and I'm getting to Isaac, mm. but to have Gray Maynard, who is a, a UFC superstar, someone who I watched mm. as a 40 year old. I was going to say, don't say <laughs> kid, I, don't say I, kid, bro. <laughs> as, as, as I was, as I was a young man, um and and watched him on the ultimate fighter and and back when people watched the ultimate fighter and all mm -hmm. that and to have him in our cage and like and then to talk with him afterwards 
and have him say like, wow, one, he was like, this was a crazy, awesome event. I can't believe like this is going on and that's really cool. And like overwhelming and flattering, but to have him go against a local legend who doesn't compete locally a lot, doesn't compete a lot, but is such at such a level that he took on a guy. I'm not saying that, that gray Maynard is, is enhanced at all. <laughs> I'll just say that if, if he was, I wouldn't be that surprised. He's a huge 40 plus year old man that like fits into a 165 pound body. And, to have those guys, it, it, it was completely like overwhelming and just such an awesome moment. And there's also that aspect. It was incredible what happened in the cage and the, the fan reaction, but also it's that what if factor, two more minutes, three more minutes. I think that's what makes people excited because the hometown fans, knowing how good Isaac is, he had won a, a Noki black belt at the master's level. I mean, he is, he is that, that good. And the, the match seemed to be turning, you know, seemed to be building. Obviously, Gray had done quite a bit in the beginning. We saw some of the... Was that a six? It was a, it was six, a six yeah, minute. Yeah. And thinking of it being an eight or a 10, I think things... It, it was looking like the tides were turning, which I think is one of the reasons why this got matched the year because it, it let us... It left us wanting more. Yep. That's a great point, point Luke. Yeah. Great point. And I think this is my sappy moment of the podcast. Mm -hmm. When I was editing this video... I, I legit got chills at one point when I was editing it, just rewatching it, hearing the crowd, like watching the moments. That I was, was like, the most Dude. disappointing thing I've ever Sorry, heard. not as sappy no, as you wanted. Yeah, I wanted crying. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't cry weeping, yet. You wanted him weeping uncontrollably. Yeah, I didn't cry, but I did get chills, like especially towards chills the Chills are cool, yeah. though. Yeah, I, I was like, that. this is great. That's not sappy. But just that like, I care enough about it to get chills, I guess. But it was just so cool to see, like you said, Isaac and Gray. I mean, the matchup. It pretty much could have been a dud of a match and still been awesome just because it yeah. was them. But instead, it was also this incredibly competitive. What I loved so much was that Gray, like you mentioned Isaac not competing much. Gray, as far as I know, like doesn't compete at all. Like I messaged him out of the blue just because I knew him from MMA journalism days and was like, hey, just total shot in the dark here. Would you be interested? And we eventually got somewhere to where he was interested. There was a part of me that felt like neither gray nor isaac's really going to care like they're just going to go in and just do it because they're doing us a favor kind of thing but no <laughs> like they both brought the dog out and it was like oh man they just reminded you why they're such elite you picked competitors the wrong two guys to yeah, yeah right that about yeah, yeah for sure for sure but like it was in the back when it was in the back of my head of like yeah maybe neither of them are like really feeling it they just feel like they're doing this to do it but no it was so good just so high level and so good i think there was a moment where i like early on in the fight super fight whatever um <laughs> where, where i was like like he's just too big for isaac and and he turned him like with awesome. kind of ease oh yeah and, like, the snap down and dude then, yeah, he had some, he, oh, there were a couple a snap few downs, vicious like, snap downs yeah. like isaac just didn't have control of his body he was, yeah there was the 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 pressure was there. Um, and it was then, like the Hulk smash moment. Just like truly back and forth. Yeah. Back and, forth. and to like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's, it's incomplete. 
Yeah, I feel yep. like the 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 the, the tide what like the rocky was starting to come back and i was like nope that's enough that's it like, six whoa. minutes is up why, why didn't we yeah, get that, to see rocky yeah. like would anybody complain about part two of that i'm just saying leave a comment <laughs> i probably i probably would would be okay with us try trying to make that happen isn't it funny by the way when you said it that calling a grappling match a fight is like a no-no it's like oh it's not really a fight but you can call it a super fight doesn't that seem like an even cooler fight? Like, why Why is super fight okay, but plain fight is not? I anyway. did confirm, talking to Gray Maynard after after uh, the match, I did confirm that that was the first time he had ever done pro, like just pro grappling. Um, Interesting. So pretty cool, as, that is far cool. As, as far as that goes. And yeah, definitely left us wanting, wanting everybody wanting to see more. From a gym perspective, yeah, you guys like like I said, I have not been. So is that the same gym as Dante and Sasha? That's completely no. Separate. Yeah, it's a different gym. Okay, okay. So and he was actually starting his own. Yeah, primed point. combat. Oh, yeah, is yeah, he's yeah. just started his own, and that's and that's where. That's a great quote, Michigan Lansing. Yeah, Lansing, yeah. Michigan. Why so, did, why was I connecting those two? They together? do train together and have worked together a lot. So Gray and Dante and Sasha, they all know he each other. Max Hansen. Yeah, Gutierrez from yep. his Mando. That, that's the, that's the one that was oh, training. Okay. So you're putting them together. Mando and Freddie Rodriguez, who competed against Gavin on that card, were both part of that. Yep. I'm sure it's grown now, but at the time, I jumped on Facebook and and liked his gym. It had maybe 300 likes. Like his gym was barely uh, like just barely launching, launching yeah. Yeah. when he jumped on. That was one of the things he talked about. Like it didn't really make a ton of sense time wise, but he was so intrigued by what 247 offered in in sprawl because it's such a unique uh opportunity yeah that yeah. was part of the yeah um decision making for him is what was going on with the opening mm-hmm. of his new gym yeah nice but wow. also the opportunity on his end to get his gym name out there yeah. a little bit as a mat like represent this new because you saw when it said his name on the lower third that mr mike moran made said jim prime combat like that's all so that's a good way for him to get his name out there quick too and then to put on a performance like that like what a way also shared about how i mean obviously training with a legend a ufc hall of famer is is a huge deal but also the fact that he's he was in fight camp or he was in training camp for an event that that made it more exciting for the whole gym not just sure getting ready but also so that I mean, obviously, that makes a huge, huge difference, dude. So many layers of awesome to that match. <laughs> yeah, uh, we could talk about Ooh. that for days, but we have three, three left, three left, and it's time for everyone's favorite fight of the year, the non-super fight of the year. Oh my God. Just a normal fight, so, but none of these fights are normal. Yeah, let, you, let, run them down. No, run them down. I, I'm not. <laughs> All right, the nominees for fight of the year, ladies and gentlemen, are James Lido versus Ken Burrs from BitB16. We have Will Worley versus Ilyas Mamadalia from 513 Fight Night. We have Justin Patton versus Kyle Zimmick from BitB17. And Elijah Davis versus Jimmy Padfom from BitB19, another December edition. Bibby 19 had a few that could have made the cut, and ultimately this was the one that made it. And yeah, this another just absolutely stacked group. Kama Worthy versus Josh Roller won last year. So now this year they got to live up to that standard, and man, all four of these fights did. This was not a clean sweep. This was a 4-2-1 vote. 
Um, it yeah. also puts amateur fights against pro fights because we mentioned Very last year it was pro fight of the year, but it's not designed to be just pro or amateur. They compete for fight of the year against each other, which I think really makes it deep, makes it a very rich uh, category. And and I think when you look, when you think about who you want to vote for fight of the year, like you guys voted, I didn't vote for mm. any of it. By the way, <laughs> yes. if you don't like oh, no. the vote, oh, no. I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> like there's a lot of fingers you can point in this room and none of them go to this guy. There's always a finger we can point at <laughs> yeah. you, bro. That's a different <laughs> finger every time. So the expression, if you point uh -oh. a finger through it, pointing back in this case, not true for you. Well, I didn't get the, like there were no, the only time I ever vote is if there's a tie mm -hmm. and there were no Sometimes. ties here. I'm Scott free. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> Why'd you ask? My dad just texted me something so ridiculous that I'm sorry, it just caught me off guard. Not relevant at can, all. Can we hear? Uh, okay, uh, listen, yeah, no. listen. We have to. You have to read your dad's text because it no, has it's to not, do with the podcast. Up to fight no, of the year. no up I, to fight I promise, it's one of those things that won't be funny to literally anybody. Except it's a very inside joke. It won't be funny you to can anybody. Explain the joke. No, I can't. Right, I really right. can't. So, fight of the year. <laughs> we have. If you don't like the back to what we were talking about, if you don't like the vote, oh. I didn't get to vote at all. This is the like last year I got to vote on like one or two tiebreakers. There were no tiebreakers. There were no ties. I don't have any stake in the game, but I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I don't agree with all these. I'll just flat out say that. And if you're a fighter and you don't agree with these, you can beat these guys up. Oh. All there four of them. Yep. All these are the four yeah. votes. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, they controlled the vote. If they clean swept, the fan vote didn't even matter. But the fan vote does matter. The fan, the fan vote, vote a lot. the fan vote mattered almost every time. There were a couple that it, it did. Yeah. Yep. Very few. So fight of the year, ladies and gentlemen, your 2023 247 FC fight of the year. The winner is is Congratulations to the winner of fight of the year between James Vegas, Lido, and Burrs there. Ken Burrs there. What an incredible. <laughs> and as we talked about leading into it, this is an amateur fight. Last year, the winner was a pro fight between Kama Worthy and Roller. And now we see that an amateur fight of the year can be can be up there with fight of the year. So congratulations, Lito Burrs on fight of the year. Dude, just as it was happening, I think 
there are certain fights at each event where we text each other as it's happening and we're just like oh my god guys this is happening well we actually um let's rewind that a little bit and tell them like we we message over a uh google like a google chat we have a yeah. google chat group and it's really seldom that that happens in fight night right we're so busy that we normally don't yeah don't communicate unless we, just we talk need in to, person uh, yeah it's <laughs> normally like are you around like I, I we need to take care of this yeah but every once in a while there's a a super special, special and i can say that about all the all the nominees actually but this one kicking off the year the way it did like we said about bibby 16 being our most sold show of all time the crowd there was insane the setup was insane you rarely get pittsburgh versus pittsburgh so this indio versus stout and not only indio versus stout but stud versus stud like send your best like send your two studs against each other which you also don't see that amateur lot. You see guys who want to rack up, you know, three, four wins. These guys were one and zero and one and zero. Like they were thrown to the fire in their second fights against each other. Really special to see that fight happen that early. And then, and a little off the record discussion that we had was like, there's potential for this fight to suck, guys. Like two heavy wrestling based guys. Like it might be really boring. Like we're hyping it. We're having fun. It might be a really boring fight. There's the chance of that. Right. Actually, I think we talked about that on last year's award show. We, we, we said like, this is the type of fight that's either going to be like a barn burner or a like stinker or yeah. a stinker. Like, have to come get the tickets to find out. I think we mentioned <laughs> that's that. hilarious. Thankfully for everybody involved, it was the barn burner variety mm -hmm. and it was just nuts from the very open. I mean, the opening of that video with James Lito throwing that big overhand into the double leg, that was the very opening of the fight. <laughs> like that's how it started and it didn't let up from there. I mean, Burrs rocked him bad twice, at least twice. James kept Burr's, getting takedowns. Burr's knocked, rocked him to the point where he took, he like <laughs> fell to a knee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was everything you want in a back and forth fight to where we discuss it all the time. Under advanced rules, probably both of those guys would have finished the fights at different times. Like with Lido, the very beginning, getting Burr's back, the ability to ground and pound to open up the choke or just finish him with ground and pound from the back or Burr's being able to follow up on the ground after rocking Lido. So there were so many ways that fight could have gone, but we got the ideal version, three full rounds of back and forth, just toe to toe. One of those fights, it's a super cliche in MMA, but I mean, I genuinely mean it in this case, neither guy lost that fight. Like Burrs didn't lose that fight for sure. That his stock went up in that fight. Couldn't think higher of him and Lido as well. That's, that's as good as it gets for me. I mean, fight of the year makes perfect sense. It's a concur. And if we want to talk about the voting, there was a Said lot. Well. There was a lot of uh, mixed. You know, I think it had a lot of uh, representatives of people liking other fights for fight of the night. Yeah, uh, the big fan vote went Pat and Zimmick, and there was two votes there for the fan vote. Then the third fan vote went Lido Burrs, uh, and then we had a a Maverick pick from mm -hmm. Buck Mooney. Which I think just just shows how good variety there were within yep. these within these nominations. Yep, and I thought for sure in my mind, you know, 
no disrespect to Elijah and Patton's fights, which were incredible fights. Mm -hmm. But for me, the fight of the year came down to do you did you like Lido's fight or Ilias versus Will Worley better? Like that that was one A and one B for me. And that was the discussion. So those for sure. Get on your 247 live app, which by the way, I think these fights are still free. Fight of the year nominees are still free with that bundle. So if you want to get them, they're still free. There's time well, to watch when them. When do we pull those back, like bro? Right after this show. Yeah, yeah, right <laughs> after you have like five minutes. You have about five minutes to get on that. So that, that was a good old time. That was a good old time. Fun aside, real fast for you guys. I'm going to throw a rogue oh, no. curveball at you. We have the grappling super fight of the year, Maynard Greeley, and the fight of the year, Burzlito. Head-to-head. Which of those two is the competition of the year? Uh, not fair and not a topic. Let's move on. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, handle very Look well. Look at right. politician Middleton over here. Refusing Amateur to pick one. fighter of the year. Oh, boy. And last year, this was Julian Flannery to start off with. Boom. Yep. He but, and Miguel, right, had the hot sauce hot chip battle it out if you haven't <laughs> seen they were that tied. that's right it was a tie well i think that was it i don't was know how i think I they just gentlemen agreement they just decided they just they decided like, we yeah. should tie so we're gonna do it was kind of funny how they you know it happened and it's like oh we're we're both gonna be finalists in this let's do the hot chip challenge yes and it was fun until it wasn't Dude, I, I, I literally, I was like, I lectured you after that, didn't I? It wasn't so much a lecture. You were just I like, like, I we feel can bad. never do let's, that again. Yeah. Let's not make fighters feel like they're dying when they leave our presence next time, please. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we don't want it to be a horrible experience yeah. anymore. How about that? Yeah. Normally just talking to you does that for them, but this time it was hot chips too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It was just the hot That's true. So Danny just said it would have been okay if I didn't bring the hot chips. Yeah, the hot chips weren't even a part of the project. So we had like some ridiculous hot sauces. Carolina By the way, Reaper. I'm running out of those. Ooh, like, I know they expired like a year ago. They never expire. Let's be honest. Good. Yeah, let's yeah, be honest. honest. Vinegar right. and hot peppers. Let's do amateur fighter of the year nominations. Nominations are Dan Walters from High Ground Jiu Jitsu. James Padmore from Stout, Clayton Hoot Lee from Indio, and Lucas Sniper Siebert from Stout. Last year's winner, as you said, was Julian Flannery. And this year's fan vote winner was Mr. Daniel Walters. Way to pull in the votes, yeah. bro. Bum, 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 bum. With all that being said, your winner of the 2023 247 FC Amateur Fighter of the Year is Congratulations to your winner of Amateur Fight of the Year, Lucas the Sniper Seabird, who's also champ Lucas the Sniper Seabird. And what's cool about this is not only did he win Amateur Fight of the Year, if you go towards last year's, the first 
ever 247 awards. He was amateur newcomer fight of the year. And not only is this an awesome accomplishment for him going from amateur newcomer fight of the year to then amateur fight of the year, graduating up a level. And of course, now he's going to be pro and would have a chance at pro fight of the year next year, potentially. But I also want to give a shout out to what Ryan Middleton has said from literally from even before 247's first ever event back in in April 19, which was the idea of developing fighters from amateur all the way up through. And you see this, the quality of fighters from Stout, which is the repeat gym of the year and all of that, but it also shows what 247 does as a platform, producing the opportunity for fighters to be significant and have fans. We were talking about Hoot Lee and all of that um, from whether it's novice amateur, you know, new to the game, or all the way up to the champ champ, the most ha handsome man in MMA, uh, Ethan Wolverine Goss, who's been around a couple years in MMA and is still a big deal for 247. Does he need these? He just um, called him the most handsome. Most man. Dead, yeah. Wow. But <laughs> okay. Lucas, so here's Sniper. the thing. Fire here's the, the thing. <laughs> Ethan Goss's <laughs> Ethan Goss's <laughs> wife, she she doesn't even have eyeballs. She's never tried to like <laughs> put them in there, like nothing. She's blind. I was trying bro. to bookend the fact that okay. you can be a very well established <laughs> pro. Okay. Fighting for two four seven or a brand new amateur is bookending it, Ryan. We just can't so, let Ethan get away know, with being never. called handsome. And I love him. So <laughs> and you guys just rag on him all the time. All the time. He's like genuinely the poor upset. Guy. The poor Leave guy. Ethan alone. <laughs> all right. This is Lucas Siebert's moment. Absolutely. Lucas Siebert, here's the deal, bro. You defied a lot. You came to West Virginia University as a walk-on. You succeeded in being a part of that program and wrestling and developing when you were, you weren't the guy that was like the stud. You weren't the guy that was like the D one guy that everyone saw. And you continued to take your course. Right. And then your, your college career came to an end and you set a goal for yourself and you said, I want to be the best mixed martial artist I can be. And you started out in Columbus and, and, and you're actually the, your girlfriend brought you to Pittsburgh and you didn't really professionally want to come to Pittsburgh. And you, you moved your camp from Coleman and Brown to stout and you've literally done things that I didn't think you could do. I mean, I, I'm going to be the first to say it. You aren't supposed to be doing what you're doing. There's the, the confidence you have in yourself is carrying you a long way. And I'm telling you, keep going with your confidence because brother, like, I've seen a lot of different guys. I've seen a lot of, like, you have something special. You're doing things that are different, and that's always good. And you're rubbing people. I, I, I told you face-to-face -face the one night in, after Sprawl. I said, you have this unique way of getting under people's skin. 
keep it up <laughs> because that matters. We talk about we talk about all these things that like um, you want to be different. You want to like show your personality and all these things. You're doing all of those things. You're literally doing it to a T. And sometimes I fall for not liking you because of it. <laughs> I'm I, straight up. <laughs> like these guys know it. And and they're and they tell me he's doing exactly what you preach. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, he is. He's doing everything he's supposed to be doing correctly. Keep doing it. You are doing so well. Keep doing your thing, bro. That's all I got to say. Nice. He's writing the script. He's writing the script for everything that you should be doing on a regional level, period. Yeah, absolutely. His trajectory, I mean, can't say it better than what Ryan just said, but he laid out the blueprint. I think what Luke said is also very relevant in that he was AMI newcomer of the year last year now Amy fighter of the year now has his pro debut queued up for February 24th. I mean, look at the steps. It's very clear what he's doing. Like he's going to be up for pro of the year next year. If things go according to plan for him, which they have to this point. So we'll see. Yeah. You're talking about that, that made his MMA debut three months after graduating from you mentioned West Virginia university and that confidence, the ability to gain a lot of skills in a short period of time. And then you look at somebody who stayed busy, who did a lot of things that we love to see, both from uh, from like the commentator booth of talking about a guy who's willing to take fights and take fights, and also from a promotion. It was it was really incredible to see his rise. He 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 doesn't know like a lot of the ins and outs of like people. Do they really take fights? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. And honestly, like. Yeah, we won't very few people that. see that. We won't yeah. divulge that, like, yeah. unless it's like on the positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He takes fights. Takes fights. Dude takes fights. Yep. The, the, it's incredible. It's incredible what he's done, and I apologize. Like he doesn't know it, but I've said like, <laughs> oh my, like, 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 why did he do that? Or yes. Call us out. Call, do that stuff. Like, I have an ego. Like, I don't want to see anyone criticize 247. Like, so that rubs me wrong. Guess what? It's also good for business if you call, like, say, like, why are you even putting this up there? Because I'm amateur fighter of the year. Like, that's good oh. for business. <laughs> and sometimes I, uh, I, I lose sight of that. And guess what? Like, that's good for everyone. So keep doing your thing. And these guys will remind me to stay in line. <laughs> well, to be extremely clear, also, it's, it is good for business, but you win our belt. You beat Gavin Teasdale in a grappling super fight. You really are the amateur fighter of the year, too. I mean, there's no way around it. He did, like we said, with Timbo's inverted triangle with, you know, with things like that. That's just a trump card. If you do that, you win, you win the belt and you beat Gavin grappling. Yeah, you're the AMI fighter of the year. That like that's just how it works. So to be fully like to be clear on this when we say he's now going pro, he's going pro for us, ladies and gentlemen, on February 24th against Jake Zach at Bit B20. That fight card is shaping up in an in insane way. So if you want to see the AMI newcomer and now AMI fighter of the year make his pro debut, 
you have that opportunity. And the featherweight amateur champ. And the featherweight. Which is another thing we've always talked about, that amateur belts should mean for 247 that that person is either already pro quality, which I think is is the goal, or even if they stay and fight a little bit more as amateur, they're already at that level. Absolutely. So his trajectory, as we've said, is just going up and up and up. And Danny Paul, I'm going to ask you to play the BitB20 hype trailer, but before I'll I'll intro for you. So to give you guys some context on this, never before seen footage for you guys right here. This is a freshie from our boy, Anthony Brandy, a.k.a. Pittsburgh Flyover on Instagram. I don't like I don't hype things that I don't believe in. And I think, you know, if Ryan was here, he could also attest to that. But people at this table know this. When I talk about our sponsors, when I talk about, you know, how good a fight is or a fighter is, I genuinely believe that. Anthony Brandy is doing some of the best video work in Pittsburgh right now. And he's a young, young dude from WVU, as it turns out, like Lucas Siebert, like myself, actually, as well. I went to WVU. (laughs) So Brandy and I have always been in talks to some degree, just in general, because he's doing great things in the city. He's a young dude kind of crushing it with video content. I've always wanted to get Brandy more involved with 247. And he has been in spots here and there. He's done done stuff here and there we very recently reached an agreement with brandy that he's going to be a bigger part of the staff moving forward so we have some big plans some big goals with brandy and i'm so excited to be working with him man pittsburgh flyover on instagram danny let's run this trailer show the good people what they can keep an eye out for So you guys saw not only the quality of that footage, but the fighters that are going to be on this card. It's ridiculously stacked. We're so stoked for February 24th in Murraysville. It's going to be absolutely insane. I would also like to point out where Brandy's concerned, since I was kind of hyping him up before that trailer. All that footage is also his footage that he shot at our events. So it's him shooting, editing the full shebang. So he's really become a part of the local MMA community and the 247 team in terms of getting to know the fighters better, getting to know the stories better, the narrative, kind of the draw behind the fights. You could tell how he set up Cowboy Eddie calling out Hoot Lee with that little clip in the video. He's he's also getting a sense for like what people want to see and why it matters. So as a video editor, it's an extremely strong rep- it's an extremely strong place for him to be because he's doing it all from start to finish. So he's able to create these trailers that have a lot of drama and a lot of relevance for the event. So Brandy, you're the man. I'm excited to have you on board, dude. Let's do this thing. And with February 24th being the topic right now, 
I think it's only fitting, right? Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Remember very early in the podcast, like at the very beginning, we said we were going to announce a fight? Let's talk about new gym of the year, PA Combat Sports. Interesting. Let's talk about gym of the year. They did a really good job, PA Combat Sports. Fantastic Clean sweep on the voting. A clean sweep. It was was awesome. Like in the cage, they, they really set their mark. Yeah, they did. And then gym of the year, stout. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean that's like a standby yeah, well, every year. Yeah, really. like we're getting bored of stout winning stuff. I get it. whatever. Back to back gym of the year. Back to back gym of the year. Jim, as the matchmaker, do you think we should match like PA Combat Sports versus Stout? Would that be a good really idea? good idea. It's a great I idea. like it. I like it. I like where you're going with this. Like if Why you had to do one, what would it be? Like that. Um, like Mike Rutani, That name comes to mind. Yeah, he does. Good work. He yeah, does. he was yeah. a big part Exciting. of the PA Combat Sports. Happy really birthday, mom! Yeah. <laughs> he plays Dude, to the uh, crowd. Yeah, best best promo post fight ever. It was really good. So if you had to like pick somebody for Mike Rotani to fight on February twenty fourth at Bibby twenty, like who would that be? Yeah, like Pete. Be, uh, <laughs> let me think about this, Pete. <laughs> Pete. <Nice. laughs> All right, that Go was ahead. awesome. No, that was I'm, awesome. I'm so. Like we, we, you finally got us settled and straightened out on that. So instead of Yao, it's Joao. So I think that would be a good match. Wow, Martinez. I think Joao wow. Martinez versus Mike Rutani is a really good idea. Ladies and gentlemen, the next fight of 247 Fighting Champions of Brawl in the Berg 20 is Joao Martinez versus Mike Rattani, Stout PGH versus PA Combat Sports, local versus local, upcoming star versus upcoming star. This one has a lot of goodies behind it and will be very hyped, as you should be, because that's a great one. Guys, like, let, let's cast into the future here. Mm. Let's honestly like put your mind into like long term. Mm-hmm. These guys, how many fights do they have at the venue? At least one this year. <laughs> at least. Wow. Wait a wait a he was think thinking ahead. Short long term. Short long term, like medium term. So we're wow, we're going out question. pretty close to PA Combat Sports right. yeah. in their location uh-huh. yeah. with the venue location. So the venue just to we have gyms that are south, and I don't. Do we have any gyms that are west? So that's part of the reason why is because everything's like northeast south, mm-hmm. and like so east is the middle of that area, and so we're we're in the venue right here, and everything's around there, and we just want to bang combat sports, boom explosion yeah i think that's the plan right i was waiting for some that's the long-term plan i love it that is the long-term plan when explosion when when we wrote (laughs) when we wrote up the business plan i'm just i'm just being honest that's what we wrote bang explosion bang explosion investors love to see bang explosion on a business plan he put the gets little, a lot of deals done. He put the little thing around it that makes it look for like sure, bad. like a comic book. Yeah, comic yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Did, did we mention um, the huge opportunity for sponsors that we we have right now? 
We did, but I don't think we talked about the, the like the, the marquee the opportunity. One. All right, so ladies and oh, gentlemen, did you say marquee? marquee? I did say marquee. Do you want your Biz name marquee? like everywhere? <laughs> yeah, a business marquee, a yeah. biz marquee, if you will. There we go. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say that Heinz, <laughs> the, the company of Heinz, is no longer on a certain building in Pittsburgh. So I throw out the fact, you know, talk about throwing it out there. Maybe, maybe the marquee could be a big name like that. Is that what Heinz you're talking Field, about? Getting Heinz a big stadium, a big sponsor to I, name the venue. I would love for Heinz to step up and like. There's no history here. Here, here's there's no history of Heinz being involved in any kind of combat. Yeah, that's true. That's but a, blood and, and looks so, like ketchup. So yeah, blood it's looks a like reasonable. Ketchup. Would be I mean, like that's not blood. Like, that's Heinz ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. yeah, I would love, I would love for Heinz to be the sponsor. Ultimately, we have lots of lots of companies we could throw out there. We want companies that want to grow with us, right? We want we want alignment, right? And so if a big corporate sponsor is like, I want to invest in combat sports Pittsburgh, like let's let's talk. If we if there's a company that's like, you know. I'm a mid-sized company, but we're ready to take the next step. We are going to put your name all over Pittsburgh. We will. Like, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We are going to be a venue in Western Pennsylvania that is going to have events that will cover 85% of the market. Honestly, we're going to have we're going to have combat sports events. We're going to have comedy events. We're going to have music we're gonna like 85 percent of the market will be covered with what we're doing so mm -hmm. it, it's gonna make sense that on a lot of in a lot of ways to kind of explore that and we're yeah. more than willing to do that so we didn't explicitly say it but if you're following along you realize we're talking about naming rights at the venue so that would be heinz in this example heinz stadium at the venue or go green arena at the venue something like that it could look like so i don't think we're going to call it stadium just well whatever whatever it is i just said the first that's word that came to mind I mean, yeah you know stadium and the stadium and iron city arena at the venue iron city arena that i like that i like that so yeah there's opportunities for naming rights at the venue and that is like ryan said it's a big business opportunity not just with us spreading the word but your online presence when people are googling events talking about events it's your name attached to it so that matters all of that matters big time big opportunity there if you guys are interested obviously hit us up for that and we will discuss we have one more category ladies and gentlemen just one we're down to the very last one and it is arguably the biggest one of all pro fighter of the year these pro fighter of the year you know that's where last year it was mr ethan goss winning it on a tiebreaker if my memory serves me mm -hmm. i think that was a tiebreak scenario last year yeah i i had to tiebreak that and i had to yeah that's a tough one that was a I tough got my one butt kicked. this year we had three extremely clear Ooh. contenders for the nominees and those were ethan goss again justin the general Patton, and mateo garner who was a newcomer to 247 so not amy newcomer of the year but for sure he won pro newcomer of the year <laughs> yeah, that's right we don't have that category <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. the winner 
Yeah, he went 2-0 and with us. Uh, he fought at 513 Fight Night and then again at BitB18. Also has a fight coming up February 24th. And I mean, for me, this is like instant fight of the night contender. Bronco Busick at BitB20 versus Mateo He has Gunn. a fight coming up? When? Oh, oh yeah. February 24th. How would I possibly get tickets for that? 247fighting.com. That's exactly how you would get tickets. Oh, that's that's crazy that he said that. That's that how you do it. 247fighting.com. Nice. He's got that voice Yay. for radio, boy. <laughs> Dude, Danny Palm going ham on that button over there, son. Woo. That was awesome. That was awesome. So those are your three nominees, ladies and gentlemen. Justin the General Patton, Ethan the Wolverine Goss, and Mateo. Top eight. Garner. <laughs> and only one can win. Who will it be? Danny Palm, the winner of the 2023 247 FC Pro Fighter of the Year is. Congratulations to your Pro Fighter of the Year, Ethan, the Wolverine Goss, our champ champ for 247 Fighting Championships, the first and only ever champ champ so far in the history of 247 Fighting Championships. Very well deserved. And another back-to-back -back award winner to close out the award show portion. I vowed last year to never say anything publicly positive about ethan again and i stand by that ethan goss you're trash <laughs> <laughs> i think this is uh another circumstance where it's like so ethan won bit b16 impressive submission obviously submission of the year contender over calvin harbaugh won again for the lightweight belt over solo hatley jr bit b18 when you're the champ champ you automatically win. I'm sorry. Like fan voting matters. Our votes matter. But just like the inverted triangle, if you do something like that, you go champ champ at pro, you're going to win, bro. That's how it works. So Clean Ethan, sweep too. Clean uh, sweep. Win. Yes. With, with the fans voted Ethan, the staff unanimously voted Ethan. I will say Ethan did not get 75% of the fan vote. So the runner up of the fan, Mateo, did snag that second spot with the fan. These are three guys who have crazy fan bases too. Like you mentioned, Ethan not being from Pittsburgh, but that said, he pulls a good crowd and has a lot of support. I will say he is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and Mateo and Justin are really good, really good sellers, and they pull a great crowd. If people saw Mateo versus Frank, obviously Mateo in Ohio is a little different story, but Mateo at home in Washington against Frankie, his crowd was insane. And we expect his crowd February 24th to top that being that it's like 10 minutes from his hometown. I I really like love the February 24th card, but Ethan Goss is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and, Wait. Also, and also Bronco Busick is a local guy that pulls a crowd too. So we talked earlier when we were talking about the value of selling, selling, 
tickets for 247 promoting yourself and i had said it i had said it earlier when you have a ticket seller versus ticket seller it makes the fight more significant because the crowds into it more and the fighters feed off that fighters have talked about it matters when the crowd gets into it now yes the crowd can get into a fight even if you haven't sold them tickets because we have a crowd that loves to get behind fighters but it's a whole lot better when there's already a lot of fans ready to take in this case top eight mateo gardner versus bronco busick that that's going to be a huge fight did he say that right Stop! That is way better. That is way better. <laughs> better be hearing that in Murraysville, Mateo. Make sure, make sure Papa Garner's in the house to to be yelling that. I want to hear that. You should probably get his tickets now. Probably get those tickets at two four seven fighting dot com. Absolutely. So your winner, by the way, Ethan Goss of Pro Fighter of the Year. Ethan Goss sent me a text just now that I'm going to read on air. He Hold said. On. On. He said. Thank you, fellas. You all are great, except Ryan. He's a dickhead. <laughs> I just heard that the champ champ of 247 called me great. So He did. You know, he did call you great. That. That's very That's fair. He go. did absolutely call you great. So Ethan Goss, he has some things going on in his career that are a little up in the air right now, in a good way, in a very good way. I want to make that clear. So we're not sure if he's ever going to fight for us again at this point. And honestly... Because he's dying. If they, well, the hair loss should have been a giveaway, to yes, be honest. Yes. But yeah, he's his time treatment. has come. That's not hair loss. <laughs> he purposely shaves it to give it uh, himself that he's look. He's in treatment and his wife is blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you said earlier she doesn't have eyes. You didn't yeah. say blind. You said doesn't oh, have eyes. Oh, no, that's the same thing. Same thing. Oh, okay. Same thing. I mean, semantics. We're, we're talking semantics over here. <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to do to close this out is just read through the winners real quick. If you missed it, we're going to recap super fast. Pro Fighter of the Year, Ethan Goss. Amateur Fighter of the Year, Lucas Siebert. Fight of the Year, James Leto versus Ken Burrs. Grappling Super Fight of the Year, Gray Maynard versus Isaac Greeley. Knockout of the Year, Cody Matthews over Victor Lapari. Submission of the Year, Timbo Slice, Tim Von Biedenfeld at 513 Fight Night. Gym of the Year, Danny Palm. Not Jim <laughs> Stout, PGH. Amy MVP was Clayton Hoot Lee, and pro MVP was Justin the General Patton. Comeback of the year was Carly Joe Thomas. Coach or trainers of the year, Mike Wilkins and Will Morrill from Stout. New gym of the year, PA Combat Sports. Amateur newcomer, Cowboy Eddie Edgar Parilla. And grappling submission of the year, Alex Hudick. What a time, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations to everybody who took home some hardware. We have literal physical trophies for you. Hit us up, and we'll arrange to pick those up and get some pictures and deliver the goods. We have um, we've been blessed in our time here with some people that aren't, aren't with us long-term, right? And some of those are like uh, fighters, and some of those are or interns and we had an intern that uh was with 247 fighting for uh about a year and a half and he kind of slid in illegally <laughs> and i love dylan cole but like dude like bro <laughs> you slid in illegally and you like knocked it out of the ballpark yeah dylan cole did so many amazing things for our organization he's now moved on to is he working for pepsi pepsi, pepsi. Yeah. yeah i was gonna like 
<laughs> Pepsi Eastern Arena side of yeah, PA at the venue. So That's what I'm saying the the good side of PA, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. It, he he moved back home and he's working for Pepsi. But we benefited a lot from the work that Dylan Cole did. Dylan actually led us to believe that he was a a, a guru or like a um he. He was a uh, student of video, right? And he wasn't at all. Not not even a little bit. And the first one proved that. But here's what Dylan did. <laughs> he 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 learned it and perfected it mm-hmm. and did it at such a high level that there's so much love I have for Dylan Cole. As a matter of fact, my last message to Dylan Cole, um, I, I messaged him just yesterday or the other day, and I said, I miss you, Dylan Cole. And he said, I miss you too, Ryan Middleton. You made up that reply, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's right there. Like but That says Jim Mooney, not Middleton. Ryan Middleton. <laughs> but <laughs> Dylan Cole, thank you so much. You are... A true 247 forever. There's very few of us, and you are one of those. And so thank you for being our friend, for being for being a huge fan. And we hope you have the best of success because if you do what you did for us, you're gonna make you're going to be a millionaire soon and we're going to be asking you for Pepsi sponsorships. Absolutely. I'm going to ask him about that regardless to be fair. Timbo slice commented. He's upset that Dylan's going to say, going to miss the love I got from him and the positive vibes he'd bring to Wayne and fight nights. He was a very positive dude. And I like, I'm like talking about him. Like he's He's alive. He's He's very very alive. He just graduated college and got a real job. That's all. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, Congratulations. But I want to, he was doing it for like, almost like not free but like yeah free college kid wages like yeah. uh, oh, you can afford some mcdonald's this week kid yeah, that's like, awesome dude, right good. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna throw you a couple bucks and he's like wow a couple <laughs> bucks i would have settled for a buck <laughs> but yeah i want to tell my favorite dylan cole story because the way it started ryan said it was funny that he's like he had no video editing experience, which yes, he did. Like the way he presented it was like, I can help you guys out with videos, graphics, whatever you need. Turns out he didn't do that at all, but he did learn it and learn it very well. But, but he ma- he did a good enough job to make us believe that, like, oh, this guy knows video. Yes. So I set up a meeting. I was like, Yeah, dude, let's hop on a Zoom <laughs> call. I was like, let's hop on a Zoom call and just discuss what you can do. Like, we get a lot of emails and a lot of pitches. So just to say how good Dylan's pitch was, it was good enough for me to be like, Ryan, we should look into this kid. Like, I think there's something here. So I set up a Zoom call with him. <laughs> and it was for, let, let's just say 11 a.m. It wasn't that early. It was like 10 or 11 a.m. 11 a.m. rolls around and I'm on the Zoom and I'm just waiting on Dylan. I'm like, all right, 11. He's not here. Like me personally, if I wanted a job, I'd be a little early, but that's cool. You know, college kids these days, a little different. I remember you being like, he, he didn't show up. Yeah. 11, 11.05 rolls around. I'm like, all right, let me email him and uh, make sure he knows like it's today, bro. 11.30 rolls around and I give up. I'm like, well, that sucks. And I told Ryan, I was like, he never showed up. Like this kid sucks. He never showed up. Doesn't care. <laughs> and then Dylan, in the way like 
I don't only know. He yes, can that's, pull that's exactly what I was going to say. In the way that only Dylan could have done, I don't know. Wrote an email that I believed, and I was like, "You really are like you just missed it." And you know what? You get a second chance. Like so many people would not have gotten a second chance there. Dylan got it, and then he showed up and knocked it out of the park. Rest is history. But that very <laughs> beginning was hilarious. Yeah, he he. Dylan Cole. Hey, if you're listening, Dylan. Which you're not, because you would have messaged by now. And you weren't doing. But wow. Dylan, what? Wow, Dylan, he's probably drinking Mountain like Dew and making like. Is he watching? Sounds. Dude, he's probably yeah. watching. Oh, I was yeah, just Dylan. thinking about. Let's do this. <laughs> what is wrong? He's with probably you, drinking bro? Mountain Dew and watching Jalen Hurts highlights. Dude, I love Dylan oh, Cole. South. The whole point. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Bobby Southworth highlights. <laughs> he's watching. <laughs> Could Bobby Southworth beat Anderson Silva? Uh, ultimately, the the reason why I brought this up is because Dylan Colt is going to be successful in his Pepsi career, and he's going to probably go somewhere else and do like keep climbing. Thank you for all you've done for us. We we are just a small little promotion in Pittsburgh, and you have this huge passion for MMA, and like you've met with executives at ufc and you've done all that with like dude don't lose that don't lose who you are like we appreciate you've touched each of us like seriously dude you're 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 a great guy and like thank you for all you've done yeah thank you dylan dylan's awesome you guys are awesome Everybody won an award's awesome, was nominated as awesome. If you step in arcade, you're awesome. Everybody's awesome. We're all awesome. Let's end this show. Our sponsors and are awesome. Our, sponsors. And our future sponsors are super awesome. So awesome. Let's go. What a what an award sesh, friends. That's almost three hours of awards going out. Wow. And we want to, and, and you're the boss here. No, you you, you no, just no. say it. Just say well, it. Do it. Don't even ask it. I'm sure. already looking forward to. 2024's award show because it'll be a first. It'll be a, a new opportunity for 247. Uh, we we nixed it. this. This is trash. Like Ethan goes. We're not. Oh, like, this is this. <laughs> what? Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Our like, award show is the Ethan Goss of the <laughs> award show. <laughs> well, anyhow, that means the award show is no. the champ champ award show. But no. just like last year at this time, you were talking about future things. The award show so itself. December 28th will be a big thing. of 2024 will be the award show. I just, I'm throwing this out to you guys right now. I've already said that. Um, Post Christmas award show, nice. Yes, it's between Christmas and New Year's. It's the Saturday between. Is there a UFC event or anything um, scheduled? There is. There will be if I let them. There you go. Do you give them permission? I do. Point okay. is, it's going to be next level for the award show. Does Justin Pippins give them permission? <laughs> <laughs> the pit permission. <laughs> the pit mission. But yeah, for real, everybody who won, awesome performances this year, super well earned. The votes were tight. Everything, it was hotly debated. So if you won, you genuinely earned it as you did inside the cage as well. So thank you all. Thank you all for watching the show and supporting us. We'll be back February 24th for Brawlenderberg 20 in Murraysville, Pennsylvania. That card is already stacked up. Stay tuned for more fight announcements on our social media. Tickets at 247fighting.com. Live stream right here where you're watching the award show on 247 Live. You got to watch that show. See what we're doing. See where we're going in 2024. 
On the 2022 award show, we mentioned the things we would do in 2023. They all happened and then some. Right now, all I'm going to say is we're taking it to the next level in 2024. We have the plans in place. We have the team in place. Let's do this thing together. We can only do it together. Let's have some fun.